0: Yeah. <laughs> That's all you get.
1: That's
0: it. All right. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are y'all doing today? Welcome to The Chronicast. My name is Keegan, and I am the marketing director for a little cannabis brand in Washington called Cinder, and I'm joined today by my co-host of The Chronicast. We got Mitch We got Trevor. Hey, how's it going? And then we also have Hutch. That's me. Why don't, uh, in the way that I introduce you guys, why don't you go ahead and say uh, sort of what your relevance to uh, cannabis is. I'm just a marketing person that enjoys weed. How about you? Um, I'm
2: the purchasing manager for our Valley location out here in Spokane, Washington. Uh, Yeah, I've been with the company for about five years.
3: Hi, my name's Trevor, Uh, I do research and development, kind of a fun thing in the cannabis world I would say, Uh, and of that, you know, we look a lot at expansion and kind of helping build the brand, and so I kind of do a lot of that when we're kind of seeking out other places we want to open up a store, as well as, shoot, how can we kind of help our stores out?
1: Awesome, and I'm Justin, I've been with the company for close to seven years now, Uh, I've done a little bit of everything, and currently I purchase the
0: accessories for all three of our locations. Love it. And so this is just sort of a fun podcast to hang out, talk about weed, talk about video games, and just sort of what's on our minds. So with that said, I I think we all watched the Super Bowl, correct? Oh, yeah. At least the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not a big football guy?
2: I don't really do like the modern sports kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely one more on the nerdy side. I do love the Olympics, uh, especially like snowboarding. Um, But yeah, basketball, football, baseball. I'm not watching that
0: for sure. So you didn't even like tune in for the big game. Just Uh, some highlights. So you know what people are saying? Yep, absolutely. Nice. Well, there's always some good memes, too, that kind of come from it. I think it all started, too. What, there was, like, Katy Perry
3: several years ago, and we get like, the left shark that was mm-hmm. kind of doing his whole thing at the Super Bowl halftime show. And kind of after that, it went to where I feel like a lot of people tune in almost like, what funny stuff happened this year? Which I got to say, this year, we definitely had some kind of goofy stuff, even with just the like halftime show alone, where it's like, okay, there's some good stuff that comes out of
2: here. Yeah, the halftime show is what I live for at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's
0: good stuff. How about you, Hutch? Are you a big...
2: Big no, uh,
1: you know I'm a Seahawks fan, of course, go Hawks. But uh, obviously we had
3: a trash season this year, yeah. so not <laughs> just one season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm a Broncos fan, everyone, so I have nothing to say. Here to <laughs>
2: Can't believe you said that.
1: <laughs> John Elway disappeared, uh, and yeah, you've been useless since. <laughs> yeah, we had like a Manning for a while. That was okay, but we'll see. Yeah, but I watched the game allegedly. No, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was at a pretty big Super Bowl party and it was very loud and not many people were watching the game. So for sure, it was, it was hard to concentrate a ton, but I, I did catch a decent amount of it.
0: Good. Yeah, I enjoyed it uh, pretty baked and just eating a
3: lot of food. Oh, my God. That's what we did as well, too. So our whole group of buddies, we all came together. And the one thing this year was, OK, everybody kind of bring like a dish or something you're going to make. And then we all went overboard, and we had this huge feast of nachos, wings, pizza, everything in between. We can't eat all of this. And Mm -hmm. weed on our side, we couldn't even eat all of it. But that was a pretty good time right there. But I got to say, for myself now, kind of jumping into it, um, I was really happy to see Cooper Cup get the MVP. That was what I was looking for. Both teams, like I said, I'm a Broncos fan. I couldn't care which way. I just want to see a good game, personally, which it was a pretty pretty good game. I feel like uh, there could have been... Little bit more action, it was kind of interesting with some of like the calls that kind of happened at the end on the ref side, but it is what it is, but because uh, we're over here, as you might guys might have ca- uh, caught it, we are from Spokane, Washington, and Cooper Cup, who plays for the Rams, he's from Yakima, and so that's really like three hours away from us, that's right down the road, almost in a sense, and he went to Eastern Washington, about 30 minutes outside of town, so he's almost kind of like the local boy who went off to the Super Bowl. Who is he? He didn't play for Alabama, Texas, or anything. All of a sudden, he's the MVP. Okay, that's kind of cool. So that's where I was really kind of rooting for, was like, I want a good
0: game and I want to see Cooper Cup do well, which I got to say he did. Yeah, he did great. I want to say the the refs kind of gave the Rams the game at the end, but oh, it was interesting. That's at the same sure. time, you can't get sacked that many times and expect to win the game. So
3: <laughs> no, it was yeah, totally. It was kind of anybody's game, and it was one of those two, I got to say, like for the teams that were in the Super Bowl, if it was the start of the season, or like who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? That was not the conversation. People were talking Chiefs and the Bucks, yeah. or even the Ravens were in there for a long time. Right there, got to say the Broncos started out three and zero, but uh, no, and it kind of went to it all.
0: You're like Cincinnati versus the Rams. What kind of multiverse are we living in? Yep. All right, but the main event that everyone actually tunes in for is the commercials. What did you guys think of the commercials this year?
2: Honestly, this year, I thought they were kind of weak
0: overall. uh, I was
2: disappointed. I didn't laugh as much as I expected. Um, There wasn't a ton of commercials that really like drew me in and made me want to buy the product
0: they were trying to sell. Um, So yeah, overall, I thought it was kind of a weak showing. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it's just been like, since everyone's just been so cooped up that it's now just like, I don't want to hear more like corporate propaganda telling me (laughs) I need to like spend my money on stuff. But it was just like, cool. So we're doing commercials and we're trying real hard to be witty. And it just seemed a lot like a lot of like, Dudes that are just like Wouldn't it be hilarious If we had a sloth Eat Doritos (laughs) (laughs) And then And then And then we have A bear twerking oh that's hilarious that's meme quality right there (laughs) yeah Uh,
2: was it it a meme hunt this year is that that what they were going for and they just wanted uh, you know frames that they could put clever words over the top of probably I kind of
3: think it was well and you think about it I gotta say like in media right now I feel like what we're seeing so much we're really inundated with like nostalgia stuff and I almost want to say too because there was the, the one where they show off Bel Air the new you know Fresh Prince of Bel Air I don't know if you guys saw this at all but when you watch it this isn't the Will Smith Fresh Prince of Bel-Air this is kind of more of like a we have a super drama coming to you of Bel-Air look out and it starts out where it's like him getting beat up on the schoolyard and now he's in the car with his mom and it's like well you're gonna move in with your auntie and uncle and it's literally this is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air but not at all you would not recognize it so it kind of goes to it and I thought that they would stroke the nostalgia more you know what I mean we have Bel-Air coming out all these other shows and stuff these movies these remakes everything's nostalgia lately and that's what they're really trying to get us with but the commercials didn't there was no nostalgia from it I was waiting for like the Budweiser horse or all this other stuff. You know what I mean? And they kind of did try to go more memes. They tried to go for more funny, weird internet shit. They're trying to get like a younger audience, maybe a little bit more is what they're catering towards. Definitely some stuff that there was like a what was it, the Anna Kendrick, she had her uh, Barbie house stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. There's a lot of stuff there, cute animals and kind of funny stuff like that where I thought we were just going to get straight just like, oh yeah, it's 1990s all over again. Here's all yeah. these commercials, yeah. you know. I thought that was actually kind of interesting about it since that's been so popular lately. I did like the Anna Kendrick one. With, uh, I thought it Rocket was pretty Barbie high on my yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I liked that one. Now, plus Anna Kendrick's, so I mean like, hi, my name's Trevor. I live in Spokane, Washington, if you want to come this <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> was there anything that like caught your guys that really Really, uh, or caught your guys caught your eyes like I really enjoyed that Coinbase uh, spent 16 million dollars is that how much it was yeah it was 16 million dollars for that QR code to float Party. around yep and their website crashed <laughs> no no
1: <worries. laughs> well, I, I thought that was beautiful
0: One <laughs> thing too with it we'll say so we're sitting there and there's
3: like me and I think it was like five of us or six of us and we're all sitting there whatever and it pops up and it goes and the first thing there's a QR code and it starts bouncing around and my buddy's whose house we're at he's like oh shit guys I'm so sorry cable must have went out or something like that we thought TV went down for a second we're like, what's going on here then it goes and it's like oh no it's just a QR code so then it goes to it and I'll say like you know we're a little bit savvier when it comes to some internet stuff just like we all are here and you go and you know you never click on a random link that you don't know where you're going to go to so hi pull out your phone and scan this QR code there's no phishing there. <laughs> and so it kind of goes where I thought that was an interesting take where I feel like for a majority of people they don't think that way they just pulled their phone out they got it or whatever for us we were all like oh, I don't know. And then it came and it was like, oh, this is
2: Bitcoin crypto or whatever. It's like, okay, yeah, totally. No, this is, okay, now we see what they're trying to do there. And I honestly thought that was a complete miss on their part because with the floating QR code, you had no idea at all what you were going to land on. There was Mm -hmm. no pre-advertising to say, hey, this is safe. You can absolutely follow this. Uh, And on top of that, they're aiming at a demographic that is a certain age, right? And missing everything above that in my opinion opinion. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was a a fail for me actually. (laughs) Okay. But how,
1: how many people that don't, aren't comfortable using something like a QR code are really hungry to go and invest in crypto. Yeah. Ooh, and I totally that, that's that a that good they point. They were
3: targeting a specific demographic. That is a good point. Speaking of targeting too, did you see when it did perfectly line up in the top right corner? It bounced around <gasps> oh, and it made yeah. it just like a Sony DVD player and we oh, all loved it. it was we all so loved good. It. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> you know, and I was kind of talking too actually when I was talking nostalgia, there was one commercial that definitely hit my nostalgia and this, is, this was my favorite one from it all and this is the one that I have been brought, bringing up is the E-Trade commercial and they, bring back the baby. Yeah. And I kind of loved it. And even though they're bought out by a different company and they're going under, you know, they're still using that name because we all know E-Trade, you say it and we're familiar with it. I just love that, that they were, people are taking financial advice from memes and then the baby's like, okay, yeah, I'm coming back. Let me grab my onesies. And I just love that commercial. I thought that was so <laughs> cute for whatever reason. I was like, I totally forgot that this is what you guys used to do. Totally. Yep. Fucking talking baby.
0: Talking baby, totally. But, hey, it
3: hits a mark and you remember it. Look, how many years later and we're still bringing it up?
0: Do you guys remember the Quiznos um, ads where it had weird gerbil creatures? (laughs) I want a company to do that again.
3: Well, so my question, too, because then they go and was it Kia? Who was the car company that they started using? The Kia Soul. (laughs) But were they hamsters or gerbils? Because I always associate those two where I'm like, is Quiznos and Kia? Are they kind of together now or something?
0: (laughs) Yeah, were they hamsters or gerbils? They're pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna start one of those debates. Uh, okay,
2: We're gonna start voting. Uh, was it this is dribble? the furry community. Yeah, <laughs> it's all
3: safe. You know, one of the other ones though that I really liked, and this one that I thought was like good because it put a great picture to it was the Flavor Town. I really liked the Flavor Town. It was for wow, I honestly don't even know which seltzer it was it's for. The, was it Bud Light soda seltzer? Yeah, the hard sodas. It was like a hard seltzer, and this is what's bad, is like, wow, it mustn't have been that good of a commercial, but I really just like that it was Flavortown, and it got such a kick out of that, because you're just like, I don't know, Guy Fieri of himself is just kind of, there it is the meme, you know, and so you go to it and it's like, yeah, he's just like a funny enough like a uh, uh caricature at that point. And so it's like, yeah, I kind of enjoy this. So I like that Flavor Town one too. I thought that was good.
2: Yeah, the Lay's commercial also tickled me pink. Paul Rudd uh, and Seth, yes, I yeah. mean, <laughs> <was> <laughs> You didn't even movie. watch the movies that we were in together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you, you, Paul Rudd passing out and you find out that Seth Rogen is going to marry the ghost. Like, oh, it was it was phenomenal. I, yeah. It had me rolling for sure. I watched it twice. <laughs>
0: Nice. Yeah. So, what are some video games that you guys like to play while you're high that you've been doing this year? All of them. All of them? <laughs> I guess that should just be the question is what are your favorite video
2: games this year? Hey, man. Um, so, top games as far as 2021 releases are concerned. For me, number one by far is Monster Hunter Rise. Um, I've a, been a big fan of the series uh, for a long time, um, I've played it since uh, the PSP. Um, the quality of life improvements that they brought to the table are fantastic. Um, it makes it feel less grindy to put 300 hours into a title. Um, and I'm going to get roasted for this, uh, because everyone on the internet hates rise. They love world, but that's the pattern with monster hunter. The people that are diehard fans, they fall in love with the game. The next one that gets released, they complain about until the next game. And then that's now their favorite. So, uh, but yeah, for me, that's the top, um, a close second is actually Pokemon unite. Um, yeah, <laughs> Trevor and I are going to go on and on about this, uh, but that's phenomenal. Um, I'm a huge Pokemon fan, have played since uh, Yellow, uh, every title. Uh, good Lord, has it been 20 years? I think it has, um, but that's great. Uh, the remakes of Brilliant Diamond, Sh- uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl are phenomenal, uh, but yeah, that's kind of what 2021 was for me. Nice, Lots of uh, Nintendo Switch stuff Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a Switch main I, I switched from Switch. the Xbox <laughs> 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 uh, No, I switched from like the Xbox kind of uh, genre to PC um, Was a PC gamer forever And then uh, I swore off consoles completely Like never again uh, Decided I'm going to take a chance on Nintendo I'm going to pick up a Switch And I've never looked back
0: Nice Nice
3: I know, I actually, I went, I bought myself a Switch this last year, and I will say 100% the reason why I bought my Switch, Pokemon Unite literally was like, I want to play this game so bad, take my money, Nintendo. Really was a killer. And actually, a little bit, shout out to Pokemon. I mean, they've had so many good games come out here recently. Even Pokemon Go, which is still going strong, which blows me away. I remember that summer when, like, world peace happened because we all had Pokemon Go everyone was so happy and people who didn't even play Pokemon my mom who can barely even like operate her phone she calls me last night leaves me a voicemail it literally is 45 seconds it was a 5 second uh, message the rest was her being like Hi, honey, I'm trying to turn off my phone still. I'm sorry. And it's, like, the funniest thing ever. But it goes, and she was even playing Pokemon Go because it's just such a universal, fun thing like that. Kind of missed that. I wish we could get something back to that. But, uh, no, it goes, yeah, Pokemon Unite, which is, like, their MOBA, their multiplayer online battle arena, their League of Legends, let's call it. Uh, And it came out, and it just caught me so much at first. A buddy came over. First off, Switch, look, it's mobile, damn it, this is cool. Uh, and he goes and brings it over, We it a couple times, and I was like, I need a Switch. Borrowed my sister's for, like, a week, and then she was like, hi, can I have my Switch back? <laughs> Fine, all right, time to go to Best Buy. Um, but it, since then, it was like, yeah, I've been playing that a lot. Uh, it's kind of funny how you went from Xbox to PC and then to the Switch. Um, I was a big PC gamer, and I actually, I, I dumbed myself down. I downgraded to the Xbox is what it was. And I got to say, the new Series Xs, I bought the new one, and man, what a beast of a machine. There's so many cool things uh, where it's just, like, fast and quick and just, like, powerful, which is cool versus the last couple, but it comes to it. And, uh, there wasn't too many good like Xbox games we had a lot of like flops and so the Nintendo Switch kind of took my heart and so we had that there's a brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl came out here at the end of it I hate that uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus came out in January because that's the best game that's been out here recently that's such a great game Um, you know Battlefield was a huge flop I just want to say that out there that was disappointing Mm -hmm. and uh, you bring up with Monster Hunter where you know they always say like you know the last one was like last one was the best one new one comes out fuck this and then it goes and a couple months later like okay that one was better than this new new one or whatever like that and that was always the tell with battlefield where it was like a battlefield 4 was the best battlefield everybody would say and then it would go and then battlefield 1 came out which was the world war 1 1 which was kind of cool anyways world war 1 has there ever been a, a popular shooter even in the last several years that did that no, no? and you're even kind of like what did they use in world war 1 are we just shoveling each other like, how do we do this? <laughs> like totally it's like is there napalm still gas uh-oh but uh no and it goes and uh that was like everybody hated it. Then Battlefield Five came out, which is the World War Two one, and everybody was like, Battlefield One was better. Fuck Battlefield Five. Battlefield Five's terrible. And then this new Battlefield comes out, twenty forty two, and it literally. And I will say this game is pretty broken, where it's like you can't even get into a match half the time because it's so bugged up and broken. So it's like, dang it, that sucks. Because I'm a big fan of Battlefield, but now everybody's like, Battlefield Five's the best, and it has the most players it's had in years because everybody just like flip flopped back. They're ready for a Battlefield. So it's so interesting, like that, really how like fan base goes. Is this nostalgia all over again? And we're like, hmm, I just remember how great it was, and then we just go back to the older titles because the new one just
2: doesn't do it for us. That's what the Switch does best. Older older titles. I mean, the Mm. ports that they release for this thing, it's ridiculous. I just spent $15 on a game that came out in 2002. Knights of the Old Republic. Like, how... uh,
3: I've yeah, beat no, i beat it. I my money. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I was stoked
2: about it. I, I beat the game like 20 times on the original Xbox and still I'm on my third playthrough again yeah. on that. Th- it, it's just wild. Uh, uh, Skyrim, The Witcher, like all of that is available yeah. on the Switch. Uh, it has
3: everything. It has everything. Totally. Uh, Kingdom Hearts just came out. I heard that unfortunately it sounded like it was kind of a bad port, like it's been having some issues, but you have hope because they've typically turned them around and then everything works fine. But that's even like a great one. And there are so many of those where it's like, man everything's just nostalgia now but they bring this stuff back but I do enjoy it a lot and uh, being an Xboxer and I do still play my Xbox daily or whatnot uh, I do like how they have their game pass and they've been doing a lot of backwards compatibility and they've been throwing all these games on there where it's stuff that you haven't played in ages one of my buddies he was like oh my god Skate 3 is on here I started playing Skate 3 and I was like boy let me tell you how I still play Skate 3 and it's it's one of those great games and it's like it's nice that it's just there and available and like Conker's Bad Fur Day and this stuff that I literally like grew up and was like I like playing shooters because we play conquer and stuff like that you're just like okay sweet this is cool being able to play it again as like an adult um i know that this all started because you brought up you know what were some of the best games and one that i actually want to bring up because it brings it up right there is halo uh this new halo infinite came out and i know it had a little bit of grief because it doesn't have forge and honestly that's where i spent most my hours in halo i love making stuff and so that's really fun right there there's no forge there's no co-op campaign okay now that we got that out of the way wow what a nice game and i think it's because there's been so many games coming out lately that are just Half baked. They're like barely there. You kind of get them to come out. They're ready. Investors are like, hi, we want to get our money now. So you kind mm-hmm. of go and then uh, you get a terrible release. Halo, no, they did it pretty well. That's a really fun game. You really enjoy playing it. You get on there with the buddies and it literally feels like I'm a kid again, where you're just kind of giggling and you're teabagging people and you're like, wow, I love video games all over again. Uh, so I, I really did enjoy that one. That's definitely one of my top ones from last year. Nice. Hutch, yeah. how are you? I do not play video games like this. and I are ready
4: to go off.
1: I buy two to three games a year, <laughs> so uh, but I am playing the the brand new Pokemon and it's freaking awesome. It's uh, awesome! I haven't played the Pokemon game outside of Pokemon Go um, in probably twelve years, mm. and so it's it's been a really good time actually getting back and playing that. So uh, that's been good. Uh, before that, I think I bought it last year. Uh, they remade, I believe, Resident Evil Three mm. uh, that I played on the original PlayStation Uh and so to be able to to replay that with better graphics and much better controls has been pretty cool so big fan of that one I was playing Animal Crossing for a while Uh, which kind of
3: ties back to the nostalgia (gasps) that, that the Switch brings yep um because, yeah, I just remember playing Animal Crossing growing up. Once again, that's my sister. She'd like sneak into my room every single morning because I had a GameCube growing up. And it was it, it was mine. I bought it with my own money, blah, blah, blah. And so it was in my room. And so she would sneak in every morning before we'd have to get ready for school. It's like 630 a.m. or whatever like that. And she'd just sit there and be playing Animal Crossing. And I'm sleeping. You wake up. And then, you know, it's like siblings. And we're like, what, six, seven, eight or whatever at that time. And they'd go and just yell at each other, get out of my room. She's like, I just want to play Animal Crossing. It's kind of funny like that. Only if you had a Switch, you could have done it anyways now, right? Shoot, it's kind of crazy like that though too. It's, you know, you think about it, you play video games, if it was back in the day, here, yeah, plug it into the TV and change it to Channel 3. Channel yeah. 3. Totally. Now you make the joke to somebody and kind of the younger crowd, they're just like, Channel 3, I don't get it. They're yeah, like, man. what's on Channel 3? No, Channel 4 is KXLY. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I thought channels were something that was on YouTube. What are you yeah, talking totally. about?
3: Oh, do I have to subscribe to that?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you remember when the Nintendo 64, like, first switched to, like, those... Uh, the red or what was it? Uh, red, blue, blue. Yeah, yeah, the
3: RGB ones. But but where it was like the one where it was almost HD and there was also like the, 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 the purple and the turquoise yeah, and it the was chartreuse all and all the, the hot weird color. stuff. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I do remember that because we, our family TV, didn't have those ports and it went to it and you were like, what do we do? Can we still play video games? Did we fuck up? And it went to, it was like, well, no, you can kind of still just do the other one still. But I remember that. And that's kind of cool. Almost, I totally forgot about those ages of that kind of being whittled in there. as they're like, Hey, what's the best thing now? We just have HDMI and that just keeps getting upgraded as it goes.
0: And I'm okay with that. I enjoy that. That's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. I remember it specifically because everyone was like, all right, well, where where do you plug this in uh, it's not going into the and I had to like look back there and be like well it's color coded guys (laughs) (laughs) just being like I remember in like what is it like 5th or 6th grade whenever the Nintendo 64 came out and we finally got it just being like how the fuck am I the only one that can understand (laughs) color coded stuff I don't don't even know (laughs) multiplication I
2: don't even know multiplication yet I figured
0: this out oh man (laughs) that's oh man I loved the Nintendo 64 that was like that was the shit
2: yep uh, oh man that m- first Mario 3D oh man oh uh, I <laughs> they got me again I bought the port for the Switch mm-hmm. and played the crap out of that but oh man I uh, I probably spent three grades playing that game you know the original Super Smash Brothers, phenomenal the- I was gonna
3: say see that's the one too like Smash Bros has never gone yeah. away and that's one of the reasons you almost always had to own a Nintendo device because it was like you like hey friends are coming over what do you guys want to do Super Smash Bros probably it's like oh you want to you don't have Smash Bros I'm gonna go to another friend's house Yeah. So like what it was. How many preteen fights started because of that game? (laughs) Stop picking Fox. You're not edgy enough.
2: (laughs) I swear, if you use (laughs) Jigglypuff one more time. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Still play? Good Good Lord. (laughs) It's I was going to say,
3: did you guys ever play a bunch of like the random like PC games back in the day? Because it's like now it seems, I mean, we still get a bunch and Steam's a brilliant thing, but I just remember when it was kind of like the wild, wild west of video games on the computer. Because like I said, I used to be a computer gamer before I switched over to consoles and there would just always be the most weirdest randomest stuff. First off, you'd go to the grocery store and you buy your box of Captain Crunch and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. there's a 99 cent DVD in there and hey, you can upload this game and play (laughs) this Captain Crunch game. I'm saying that one specifically because that's what we played a lot as a kid was just like all those little random games like that. I almost kind of missed. That a little bit, but I guess now all it is is you pull out your phone and you go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and there you go. You can there's the equivalency almost at that point. Uh, but I always thought it was kind of interesting where like that used to be kind of what it was and they would kind of like just shovel you like computer games and shit like uh-huh. that. Uh, but honestly, some of them were slappers and some of them were really good. Where it's like okay, I'd go back and I'd play this again that's, kind of thing. That's where uh, Backyard Baseball was released yes! was in the cereal box. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, oh, Backyard Baseball. It's like first off, you want Pablo, I want Pablo. Yeah. Second off, can we get another one of those? That's a great game right there. Yeah. Whoever had Pablo won. <laughs> yeah. <hey man.
1: laughs> Put him in the fourth batting position. Yeah, oh, heat on the mound. It was over.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't ever play that one. Oh,
3: I do. Have what? you never played backyard baseball or uh-uh. of the backyard games? Do you know what they are though? No. Oh really? Because it totally, this is almost like before, I'm going to say like NFL Street or NBA Street and those ones. You had backyard baseball where it was like, it was based off of a bunch of like kids and they were very like almost chibi style, just like big headed, small body little kids. And it was just sports games that were kind of targeted towards uh, children a little bit more. I remember, too, and they made a lot of them. I think there's, I mean, multiple series of them came out. And I remember, two because I bought, like, Sandlot 1 and 2 had a DVD bundle. And then you'd also get, like, Backyard Baseball, like, 4 or 5 with it kind of a thing. But those were always fun. And what was kind of fun, too, is I feel like I remember it being one of the first games where you could, like, create a character. And I know that's one thing for me when I play games. I love making a character. Mm-hmm. I also love a narrative, and, you know, you can put me in as, you know, Ares, the god of war, and we're going to go kill some cool shit, and I'm down for this, but at the same time, too... Like, let me be Trevor or Twiddly. Let me be whatever I want to be. Let me go run out there and kind of make it how I want to be. And they would let you do that a little bit. And you kind of play around with your stats a little bit. And that was always kind of fun. So I think I remember that's where me and the buddies really liked it because you'd be like, well, let's make some new characters and blah, 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 blah. You go through that whole thing. Fuck, that was even like Madden back in the day. And be like, well, let's make a team of all of our own creative characters. Yeah. And we'll create our own team and we'll do all of this. It's
0: not even football at this point, but what's going on here? Yeah. I remember. I remember when you used to be able to create your own team on Madden, and I didn't understand how many people, like, were actually needed for a football <laughs> team. Totally. And so it was like, uh, John Elway is playing uh, defensive end. And you're like, wait, wait, what?
3: You're like, well, I just picked all of the wide receivers and quarterbacks that I knew when I watched TV. And all of a sudden, I'm
0: like, what do you mean my team keeps losing? <laughs> yeah, I... I remember at that that time just being like, "Well, I guess I need to look into this a little more." Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is that back in dial up. So you're blocking your parents, uh, you know, ability to call oh, yeah. out because you're, you know, essentially doing Final Fantasy draft. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, oh man, we had to get a second uh, phone line because I would be on the internet all day long. I would play all of the Quake 2 online. Uh, Shout out to anyone that remembers Action Quake, the (laughs) mod. That is so much fun. I still, like, if I could time travel back in time, it would be to, like, I don't even like 7th or 8th grade, but just, like, those games Just again. to play those games again and just remember you know, going to the corner store and buying a bunch of Jolt Cola and walking <laughs> back and staying up all night drinking Jolt Cola and playing Action Quake.
2: Yeah, Hutch oh. and I grew up together so for us the Jolt Cola it was Blue Monster and Nerds. Yes. Yeah. And we were playing
1: Land parties of Age of Empires 2 yes. until 5 in the morning.
0: Yes. <laughs> Tootin's for the win. <laughs> oh man, Age of Empires, that was a good one. That's one of those games that like because uh, I have a computer now like my computer could never really handle most things when I was younger and like now I just go back and like you were saying the nostalgia factor of just like I can play this game on the highest settings yeah. <laughs> just pixels yeah yeah yeah
3: Man, <laughs> I remember being a kid too, though. And I think we all probably shared this where it's like you were like, I can't wait to be an adult because I'm going to buy myself all the Mountain Dew and I'm going to play so many yeah. video games all the time. And you kind of get to it now where it's like, and I will say, like, I do play a good amount of games and I get to it. A, they never hit as hard as they used to. It mm-hmm. seems where you never get like that full wonderment and wow. And just being like, I'm having dreams about it. I remember going to school and we would like draw pictures of the video games we were playing because you're just almost obsessed with yeah. them at that point. But it goes through that, and then B, you kind of go, and you're like, okay, actually, wait, I do have shit I have to do, and I can't just sit here and play games all day. And you're like, damn it, I'm sorry, 12-year-old Trevor, I'm letting you down right now. Mm -hmm. But it's just like,
2: okay, life kind of moves on, and you don't care too much, but you still fit them in. You still get your gaming in. I would say there's two Switch titles, and I know I'm on the Switch train, but there's two Switch titles that do give you that sense of wonderment. Hit me with them. Breath of the Wild, okay. of course. I think that is like a trend-setting uh, game. Uh, what they did with that, I think it's going to change the future for video games. And Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yes. Yes. They t- <laughs> I'm just going to say, it. I've dreamt about it. <laughs> I've thought about it while I'm at work I haven't drawn pictures but I'm fucking going to okay, like, <laughs> push your switch away stop playing the bubble bubble now. I'm <laughs> playing right now guys I gotta get my shinies no uh, oh man just I hope Game Freak didn't fuck themselves it's so good it's so new it's so different it's not stale I don't think they have a choice but to continue to release Pokemon in this fashion.
3: I, if we're going to sit here and kind of uh, dissect it, I totally think that their two options are we're going to get a new, brilliant-er, shiny-er diamond pearl. You know what I mean? They're going to do stuff like that. We're going to get old remakes of the game. So we're going to have Pokemon redder and bluer or something like that in that sense. And then they're going to have to do these Legends games. And so give me Legends Mew or give me Legends Ash's dad. Who is it? And I just want to kind of go that whole train with it. It's like, yeah, totally. Give me these games. It's so much more fun because it is action Pack and it is a little bit more, plus it's kind of how you would want it to be. And that's one thing I like about games now is I do got to give it up to some of the games that do a great job with like their open worldness, you know, like let's say like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption, so Rockstar. Or I'll say Cyberpunk had this update here the other day and it actually is a little bit better finally, but it goes to it. And when the open world, when people kind of interact with you the way that you feel like it should, like it's more realistic in a sense, or for like the lore of the story, it really does something for you. So when you're playing Pokemon and all of a sudden a Machoke comes over to you and he wants to start flexing and showing off his guns to you, you're like, yeah, I could kind of see this actually being. How this Pokemon would do it. The only thing, though, that Pokemon Legends Arceus has done to me is I hate Paris now. know that we just hate yeah. Paris because yep. the stupid little mushroom crab keeps running up and trying to start shit with you and all you're trying to do is catch some lux rays or something and you're like just get out of here dude I'm going to kill you uh, you're <laughs> messing up my mass outbreak I'm yes! trying to catch shiny <laughs> I'm, I'm hiding in grass you're fucking six inches tall how do you see me yeah. <laughs> oh god that's no but it's truly a great formula right there and I will say because I know a lot of it they kind of took some elements of breath of the wild in that point right there and I think that that's kind of the secret of it um, was just kind of having like that that nice open world Kind of action game and I think people really kind of resonated with it and I think that that was a pretty cool thing so good on them I think that's awesome
2: yeah the terrain traversal like it's it's not two-dimensional right it's not just walking on flat mm-hmm. uh, being able to climb mountains fly over shit like it it, it it would be aggressive to say it's a direct rip of Breath of the Wild but they certainly took the best elements from that applied it to the Pokemon kind of framework and I, I think what they came up with is a masterpiece I mean it, it's the best-selling title in 10 fucking years like uh,
3: oh yeah it's still I think it's top of the UK charts I saw as of last week is still the number one selling game over in the UK mm-hmm. um, so it's like there you go it's still going strong uh, and I know Mitch actually you and I talked about this prior before but you talk about it with like the uh, terrain traversal and kind of the joke with Pokemon is normally Pokemon I mean it's a turn based game and even when you're out in the wild you can just sit there or AFK idle it doesn't matter you can set your Game Boy down you can go smoke a bowl go have dinner it doesn't matter when you're playing this game you can't do that and of that with the terrain traversal you can kind of do some stuff where you're like, okay, if I'm kind of like running up this mountainside, like before you get all the movement stuff, like if I'm running up this mountainside, I can like dismount, remount, roll, and do all this stuff. And it goes through, it's like, I've never had so many actions per second while playing Pokemon. I've never had to use a controller as much while playing Pokemon as I do now. And I think that that's something too with it, where it kind of, it just adds more um, involvement to it. Where before it was such a, and it still is like a strategy game to an extent, uh, but it goes, and instead of having to be so worried about the strategy of it all, nah, you know what? Let's actually just be able to kind of like run around and do some
0: crazy stuff. Yeah, I haven't played uh, Pokemon since Red and Blue, and that was, like, the first game where, you know, like, it showed you how many hours, like, you played. And I remembered, like, finding that out and looking and being like, oh, fuck, there's 100 hours on here? Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't play past that, and it's, like, playing it now, it's just like, oh, this is so much fun, because it, it's like you said, it's, you're just flat top, walking around, and it's like, oh, cool, a Snorlax is blocking my way. Yeah. Real
3: clever, guys. T- totally, and that's just it. That's literally what it is. It's like, okay, well, here's the gate on this level. I can't go any further because they want me to go do something else, and it's like, okay. So I almost feel bad for them with the level design, because I know in this new Pokemon, I've definitely gone to spots you're not supposed to get to quite yet, because it's like, wow, everything's a really high level here, but guess what I got here? Yeah. And so it kind of goes like that, where that's definitely the, the difficulty with, like, 3D games and stuff like that. Uh, even then, while we're kind of on the, the train of that, uh, I watched something interesting, and uh, I Weird thing that I like to do, I watch speedruns. I like to see when people beat games as fast as possible. And even though normally it's like, hey, they found this glitch and they can go through the walls or whatever like that. But what I watched was uh, the Halo Infinite speedrun. And the guy who holds the world record right now, he beat the whole entire Halo game on Legendary, 29 minutes and first off they have the devs there and they're like yeah what does this take like 5 hours and they're like 29 minutes and we are like what but it goes through and just the way that you just like can move around and do this stuff but what they ended up finding and this is how they do so quickly there's just weird bugs and glitches and the way that some assets are tied to each other so you do a thing where you back a jackal into a mongoose and you jump on it at the same time and all of a sudden you're halfway across the map 30 hours into the game and it kind of blows it away like that because I know for myself I'm playing Halo Infinite and I'm like 40 hours in on normal difficulty and you're going through it crawling meanwhile this guy beats it in 20 nine minutes flat and you're just like wow that was impressive right there it's just weird buggy stuff that people can figure Mm. out but it's always kind of interesting like that too that's where I enjoy the speedrunners and where there's actually a huge uh, kind of market with the speedrun too is all the Mario games, and there's like the Mario Maker levels and stuff like that. I think that that's so cool. Where the Switch has also kind of created that. Yeah. Where it's like, hi, here everybody loves Mario. We all know what platformers are. It's created almost because of Mario, or at least got really popular because of Mario. I mean, we got like Contra and stuff too. But it goes, and with that, they create the Mario Makers. Hey, let's make levels and let's just throw them out there on the market. And literally, how they have it when you go through and you look at the different levels is like, and this is someone's best time on it. I love that. I love that sense of competition right there, where it's like, hi, I can get through this level faster than you, or faster than your buddies, or whatever. You know. You play a bowling game and it's like hey who got the highest score in the bowling okay cool you're good at bowling but it goes to this and it's just like hey who can like do it the fastest and kind of know what they're doing it's like oh that's kind of interesting I like that
2: I just want to know how you get that good at gaming I mean I've literally been playing video games as long as I can walk and I look at some of these Mario Maker levels and like how it's mm-hmm. because you're drinking the blue monster. <laughs> <laughs> <Red>. <laughs> Fair. It's the go do red. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally. Okay. Uh, is enough Doritos in your diet? What are you yeah. doing? Oh, I mean, that sloth yes, really sold me. me. Yes. Can I beatbox like that after yeah. I eat the spicy
3: Doritos? Is that how that
2: works? I'm not exactly sure. But
3: yeah. the thing I love about that commercial, the the flaming hot commercial, is just like their tagline at the end, where they're like, "For people who like to feel the uncomfortable," or something like yeah. that. Where I'm like, "Well, I'm a really awkward weird guy anyways is this what it's like for people to be around me when you're eating flavored Hot Doritos now I know what it feels like <laughs>
0: is that the one where the yeah. kid goes like your daughter's really good at making out <laughs> no no wait what <laughs> oh yeah no, there's a, 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 is there a commercial? commercial yeah it's a Doritos commercial and it's uh the no same way. tagline and it's just like this kid like sitting there eating a bag of Doritos next to like a, a very large dad <laughs> and he just goes your daughter's really good at making out
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. oh, that is so funny. No, I haven't seen this. I like to watch this
0: right now. That's so funny. They didn't play that one in my market.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, my, my Google <laughs> ad profile kind of avoids that one.
2: I think my favorite zinger of the Super Bowl commercials was the Ewan McGregor commercial. Yes. for and. All you see is this giant gold Bitcoin spinning in the background. He's like, you'll never regret anything you didn't buy. (laughs) It's like,
3: oh, shit. That was
2: for me. (laughs) Man,
3: that's rough. I remember sitting in on, like, college classes and stuff like that, and they'd be like, look under your chair, and there's 10 Bitcoin or whatever bullshit, and you literally lose it. And then now, all of a sudden, you're just like, whoa. Uh, There was that, uh, they they did a little... um, not an interview, but they, they went and talked to the guy where he made one of the first Bitcoin purchases. But he bought, like, it was like 10,000 Bitcoin, he bought yeah, pizza a pizza, <laughs> and they took it or like that, and then now they're like, if you would have had that Bitcoin, that's like $2 billion. How do you feel? And he's just like, in the moment, it was a great thing because this was worthless, sort of like that.
2: So they're literally like just beating him into the yeah, dirt. Yeah. He's like,
3: I'm hey, gonna go throw myself up my building now. Hey, thanks you for you never <laughs> have to work again if you didn't buy that one pizza.
2: Cool, thanks. And yeah. this is why I don't buy pizza anymore. Fuck you, dogs. <laughs> <gonna be> <laughs> Now, I kick myself every day I had a friend I had a friend since like middle school And he's like You really should invest in this Like I really think it's a thing And he's never wrong Like he, he's never wrong And I just was like Ah that's silly I don't even understand There's no way There's no way There's no way That'll never actually work And now we're here Yo.
3: And all of a sudden, game stonks are blowing up, and then we go, and now it's the crypto and everything. No, it's very interesting. And what was very interesting is where my mother and I kind of shared it earlier. Where my mom was trying to leave me a voicemail and it took her forty five seconds just to hang up the <laughs> phone. She goes and she's like, "So we were thinking about buying Bitcoin," and I was like, "What are you doing with Bitcoin?" And I was just like, "You don't even know the first thing about it." But it goes, and here's the thing too: I'm not going to shy her away from it because I do think that there is some merit to it. Now it's like, dang it, there you go, because it'll it'll be a currency, or at least it is right now. Shoot, Tesla was taking it; you could go buy a car with the Bitcoin there for a little bit. I don't know if I want to buy all these other weird stuff. And the other thing too, that I'm not really sold on is the NFTs. I think that this is a whole little interesting thing right there. And I see some of the buddies and stuff where you see it on social media, people getting into it and trying to panel it. And all it is, is just a giant pyramid scheme is how I look at it a little bit, because you're literally just creating something that's what you, it's a monkey. Okay, cool. And then you go and you try to sell to people so that they can try to sell to somebody else for more stupid. And I have a buddy who actually, he's been so, so for his line of work, he's a graphic designer. He actually got contracted by a very big major company to design them an NFT. And we're talking about it. And I'm like, first off, cool. And anybody who buys this, I can be like, Hey, I know the guy that made that. That's kind of like, that's the coolest thing about me at this point. But it goes and you think about it and you're like, what, this is actually a thing. And so this NFT that's being sold to all these people is going to be circulated around and all these people are going to make money from it. And the the uh, corporation, the team that made this or whatever, you know, get all this money. All that he did was just kind of sit there, smoke his fucking dab pen, and kind of make this goofy little graphic, and there you go. Now, people are supposed to be making money off of it. Weird. It's weird how that all goes. I'm probably missing a mark, and please tell me where I am missing it all, but to me, it just seems like it's just a circulation of kind of a pyramid scheme.
0: Yeah, I, I think everything that's happening right now with NFTs is, I mean, it's that weird, like... We can Yeah, weird unknown and we can make lots of money off of this. And then you find out that it's not actually anyone buying this stuff, but it's clever, like marketing tricks of like, oh, I sold this NFT for a million dollars to my own marketing company. And now I can file a tax return saying that I have a million dollar loss because I sell it back to myself for nothing. Yes, exactly. And it's just like one of those things where it's like. Yeah, there's merit to this. Like yeah. you can eventually, you know, it's like you'll be able to get your birth ce- your birth certificate or like uh, I got married in Idaho. So in order to go and get our marriage certificate, we have to go to an Idaho courthouse. Huh. Why can't I just, you know what yeah. I mean? Like go to my phone, download it off the blockchain. Exactly. That to me is the future of it. But right now, it's you know fucking. It's a wild west of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a wild west of it, and it's it's crazy stuff. And it's if, YouTube just wanting to have a video of Janet Jackson's nip Slip. Exactly, and if you can make money off of it, I don't think anyone should ever like make fun of it. I, I don't know. I guess you shouldn't say make fun of it. But no, but I,
3: I get what you mean though, because like if somebody can make money off of it, there's merit to it. Because right. if, if you can create an economy, and here's the thing too, it creates jobs. Because like I said, my buddy all of a sudden was able to exactly do this stuff there. he got his pay of it, everybody else can get the pay of it. There totally is a lot of merit to it. And that's where it's just like, hmm, but for right now, I'm just like, I just don't see where there's a lot of that merit in a sense right there. It's kind of where I sit with it, where it's just kind of like, well, it seems like it's still a little faux, or it's a little bit of just people. And, and here's the issue, too. There's legitimacy of it, where people actually want to do it properly, yeah. create something that's actually proper. And then you also have those fuckers out there that are like, hi, I'm an influencer, and I know if I post this on Twitter, I'm about to make a million dollars today because I can. And people are just going to listen to me because I'm last name Paul and you can do this shit and it kind of (laughs) goes through and you're just like what the fuck don't do this because you're literally fucking up people's livelihoods because you want to make some more money when you already don't know what to do with your gold covered toilet seat and it's just like dude just piss off a little bit and so it goes through that where I just don't like when people I guess that's what it is people are getting taken advantage because they just don't know and to that point ah, fuck, you got to know what shark you're playing with here. You know, you got to know if you got to punch it or not. And so that's people's folly. But also it's just not cool that just you see people get taken advantage of. But that's also the old lady who gets sold some life insurance plan at 90 that doesn't actually cover anything and it doesn't go into effect for 10 years or whatever. You see that exactly. it everywhere. It's never going away.
0: Yeah, there's, I mean, there's lots of things that are legitimate. And like you said, yeah. like a 90-year-old lady can get sold volcano insurance. Yeah. and gets charged $200 a month and lives nowhere near a volcano. A- amen. Toilet. Although anyone in Washington probably should be getting volcano <laughs> insurance. <laughs> like there, I, there won't be anybody left to turn exactly. in those policies. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I was thinking about making a bunker, but then also like, yeah, as if that's going to help. <laughs> yeah. Every time I, I think of that like Family Guy episode where Peter like buys volcano insurance with all their money and Lois is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I should probably buy volcano insurance. (laughs) (laughs) That's not something I ever thought of, but now that I'm an adult and realize, oh, there's volcanoes everywhere. Oh, cool. No, no.
2: Do you think We're, that insurance company would be like? Well, it wasn't technically a volcano; it was a caldera, so yeah, yeah. covered under this policy. Yeah.
3: You, so under technicalities,
2: yeah.
1: Though moving forward, we do have a policy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you <laughs> want to
3: be covered for next
0: time, it's <laughs> only fifty more dollars a month. If you want to be covered by the super volcano, yeah. then it's an additional fifty a month. This. You're just covered by normal volcanoes. Volcano, volcano Sorry. insurance plus. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. I got to give it up to South Park. They have
3: had uh, you know like their COVID specials and stuff that yeah. like come out here in the last little while. And so we went back because the new season started, and I had actually not seen the COVID specials. I'm a big South Park fan. I grew up on it. It's a big part mm-hmm. of like my humor at that point. So when I was like, well, let's watch these again. And what I love is they're living in the future, and everything is just like they go to Safeway Max, and everything's like Max and Plus, and it's all subscription services and shit. And that's totally what it is. Is we now live in the era where it's just like even now uh, in the last year how many more streaming services have branched off from before you could just have Hulu or something and you're kind of yeah. covered you're like sweet I got it all now it's like well Peacock is their own thing and you also have HBO and you have Showtime and you have all these other little things Paramount and you have to be like well if I don't spend like basically cable prices I mm. don't get to watch everything anymore and so that's why
0: I watch YouTube yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank that's- you Janet Jackson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, it it is getting out of hand because it's like I I find myself thinking sometimes, I'm like, I wish that there was like a centralized place that I could just pay, you know, like $100 a month to (laughs) and have
3: everything everything delivered to Comcast is in the corner tickling their nickels and they're just like, hmm, do you want to come
0: back? (laughs) Yeah, and that's the problem is it's like they they do have that, but they don't do a good job of it. And it's just like... You guys could have everyone back in a second if you would just kind of do a good job. So what I wonder now
3: as we kind of talk about this is could they do something? Because they have their, like, on-demand. I remember on-demand was, like, a big thing or whatever. And i got to say, too, it's been, like, a decade since I've had cable with Comcast Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So there may be some things that I don't know about now because I know they have, like, their box or whatever, all the shit they try to peddle on me. And where we live, it's pretty much like if you want decent internet, and I want gigabit speeds, you got to go through Comcast or Xfinity. And so it goes to it, though, but I wonder, since they have the right to air all these TV shows or with all this stuff, could they not just do essentially like Hulu and just have a streaming program and instead of me having to tune in at 8 p.m. to watch my new episode of South Park? Can I just watch it anytime after? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I wonder if that's what they could do and at which point comcast i would love to maybe have you buy this idea off me yeah but it goes it's like why don't they just do that shit at that point where it's just like hi let's just have everything as one giant central hub maybe they do make it more premium where it is like 100 bucks a month but fuck people pay that anyway. that's my poor parents as they sit there and they don't even know how to work their phones and they're paying like 400 bucks a month to get tv and cable so that they can watch their westerns on hbo and showtime or whatever like that it's just like fuck you already pay so much why isn't it a little bit better it should be
2: Yeah, maybe it's just me being stubborn and not wanting to support Comcast. But the fact that I can drop a service just because, okay, I'm not going to watch this anymore on demand. I don't have to call their fucking customer service and haggle over how much that's going to drop my bill. I think uh, that convenience is worth having Paramount Mm -hmm. and HBO Max Mm -hmm. and Hulu and Netflix and all of the different services. But uh, they're going to have to do something or they're going to go under. See,
3: here's the thing, though do you ever just get kind of lonely and you just want to talk to somebody you call call and, and guess what they're going to sit there forever and this is how you start the conversation yeah I was thinking of canceling my service and they instantly are just like oh my god we're going to be your best friend what can we do to keep you on board and you're like
0: Okay, so my cat ran away the other day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you have somebody to
0: talk to. <laughs> That's genius. That's, uh, what is that, one of those shitty life pro tips? Yeah, here's a shitty life pro tip. If you're too lonely, just call Comcast. You don't need to call sex line or
3: Suicide Hotline. Just call Comcast. They'll talk to you. So what but you're I'm telling gonna... me
2: is I'm wasting my money paying for therapy. I should just call Comcast. <laughs> dude, yeah, totally.
3: Uh, Greg, he's a supervisor, but Greg, he's a great guy, dude. He'll be right there for you. Or whatever Fair like enough. That. Totally, yeah. He helped me actually with what I should get my mom for her birthday. <laughs>
2: Oh, do these (laughs) pants make me look fat? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to start a video call now. Uh, (laughs) That sounds extra. (laughs) You know, uh,
3: that's one thing. Video calls, FaceTime with like iPhone and everything like that. It's so common now and it's a common occurrence. So I kind of mentioned earlier, you know, I do expansion and everything like that. Uh, So I was kind of talking to a company and they go and they call me and I've been an Android guy for the last forever. And I, my work phone is an Apple iPhone and it goes and all of a sudden I get a phone call ring from this company it's a FaceTime, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm caught off guard. And I'm like, well, thankfully I'm in my office, so I'm like, I'm dressed up fine for work. If I was at home, this maybe would be a different story. I'm in my PJs, laying in bed right now, and it goes, and I answer the FaceTime, and we have a full conversation over FaceTime, holding my phone out awkwardly in front of me, like two feet away or whatever, you know, arms distance. So you get used to, it. and it kind of amazes me because I'm disconnected in that sense. You know what I mean? Because everybody else, you get so used to FaceTime, and I get it too, where it's just like. Hey, I want to FaceTime the kids and the wife because you know you want to see them when you're gone for a long time or whatever like that. That's huge, that's awesome. I think that having that video and how good the quality is and how it's immediate, you know what I mean? That's awesome, it really is. But that's some random company that I just want to have their services is calling me on FaceTime. Whoa, this is weird. It's invasive. It's interesting that that's kind of almost the world we live in more. Where for me it was really awkward, but I know for them they probably do everything that way and they were expecting it. Yeah. I thought it was rude to just
2: randomly FaceTime someone. Like, yeah, totally. I'm yeah. also new to the the Apple device kind of game. I've been an Android user my yeah. entire life, and yeah, that was one of the first things I was told is don't just randomly FaceTime people. And I was like, thank God somebody told me that because that would have been the first thing I did. Like, Hi. I can do this now. Cool. <laughs> Here, let
3: me read you. Actually, I think it was you, Mitch, that. Called yeah, what the fuck were you
2: doing? Now? <laughs> Can't you see I'm trying to play Pokemon? No.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was doing a big raid and you fucking FaceTime me, man. Now I got to start over. God damn it! Oh, totally, I knew I should have jungled to this
3: game. Fuck. I Fucked up.
0: Um, do you like doing uh like uh video conferencing uh meetings? Yes and no. I'm rude, and I don't mean to be. Uh, that, that
2: lag time, that delay, I Mm -hmm. always struggle with knowing where to start talking and where to shut the hell up. And, uh, yeah. So from that aspect, I like being in person. Um, I mean, it's COVID, right? Like we we switched to this because of that. I think it's a necessary evil. I can't wait to go back to in-person meetings for the most part, but, uh,
3: yeah. You know, the, the one benefit that I really see from it, um, and in, in my career, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, uh, uh, I've had to work on phones a lot in, in different careers that I've held. And with that, you know, it's one of those things where I'm a very um, animated person. As you guys sit here with me, it's kind of one of those things I feel bad for any listeners out there is you don't get to see how stupid I do things with my arms. And so it goes in for uh, video conference. It's nice because you can see somebody's facial expression. Um, Sometimes too, depending on what you're doing, that's nice because you say something and you can see what the reaction is. Because they might say something totally different where you're like, well, actually I want to create an NFT. And when you see them roll their eyes, you know how they feel, you know what I mean? Versus them just saying, okay, let's do it. And you don't know what their feeling is on the other side. So I feel like there's definitely a lot of advantages at that point. If you really try to think about it, of just being like information, information is power. I'll totally say that. And so it goes to, it's like, yeah, a video conference gives you so much more information because I can see somebody, yeah. you know, like I can see you guys right here versus just only being able to listen to something over a phone call. So there is some benefits to it what I don't like is it's I guess also rude to randomly turn off your video and they're like hi where'd you go and be like fuck I just didn't want you to see my face anymore (laughs) yeah so that kind of goes there but I I don't know it it totally is because of COVID this became a thing and it's interesting like that and we'll sometimes do you know like we'll have our company meetings and stuff like that or we'll be meeting with somebody and so it goes and there's like 10 15 of us and at that point it's like okay I'm just gonna I'm not even I'm muted my camera's off was Trevor even in there I don't know I
2: think so it it looks like he was but that's kind of how it'll go sometimes with COVID and wearing masks all the time being face to face I've lost the ability to control my facial face yeah. expression because it's been so long that I just can make whatever crazy face, but depending on what you say that I want. So long story short, if I turn my video off in, the, in, in a conference like that, it's because I know that you said something that I'm going to disagree with and I don't want you to see how
0: my face changes. <laughs> yeah, I hate uh, doing a video call where you have your video on. And then, like, you join a call, and the other two people on it, like, don't have their video on. It's like the online dance when you're walking down the hallway. It's like, do I go right? Do I yeah, go left? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do, do
2: I keep it on?
0: <laughs> I like keeping it on, and then I do the extra, like, facial, like, especially if it's something, like, where I already know I'm not going to do it, but I have to take the meeting. I just love just being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes because this is a video or uh, audio only, but it's, I I don't know. I just, I have a lot of meetings like that where it's like, uh, like, uh, the chief technology officer just doesn't have his phone on cause he's vacationing in Hawaii and you can like hear the ocean or whatever. (laughs) And I'm just like, man, like I. Show me your fucking face right now. <laughs> totally. Show me. I am sitting here fully dressed. I even From the washed. up. Yeah, I washed. <laughs> My hair is done. Show me your fucking face right now, sir. Because I want to see what cocktail you're drinking right now. Because <laughs> yeah. I know you have something in your hand. And meanwhile, yes,
3: this isn't actually coffee. This might be some Bailey's. But yeah, no.
0: <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it's so rude to like not have your video on. When the other people have it on, and I just run into that all the time with salespeople where it's like, they'll start the call and then at some point they just drop, their, they, they drop their video. I think at that point too, it kind of shows them almost disconnecting. And that yeah. Point, that, that is rude. It definitely
3: is rude because it's like, hi, we started this with video. Was it something I said? It's like you know, and there's obviously a thing where you're like, "Hey, shit, kid ran in the room. I gotta turn off the video uh-huh. or something like that." But mm, that's not happening every single time.
2: Yeah. yeah. And Why are you gonna start a video call with someone with no video when phones still fucking exist? Yes. <laughs> like this could have been just a regular call. It's yeah. a
0: one-on-one conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are we schedule and um, why are we scheduling meetings for things that can just be taken care of on an email? I don't need it I don't need to have Because we're this sending meeting. less emails, Keegan. You
3: said it yourself. That <laughs> is <laughs> true. That is true.
0: I apologize. No. I guess I need more emails. No,
3: no, no, uh, no, but honestly kind of the one thing though that I gotta say, which has been nice, is kind of like a tone and I feel like it's People are so much more easy, and what I'm going with is texting. And I feel like people are a lot more comfortable with texting. Where there for a while, it was almost like a cardinal sin. You yeah. can't do any business over texting. Has to be emails, phone calls, official letters, etc. Now, shoot, you can get a lot of business done just over some text messages. It's quicker, it's easier. That's one thing too with Apple that I gotta say that was kind of iffy about was like a hi message sent, message read. You know what I mean? But it is kind of nice too because sometimes I gotta reach out to boss and he's a very busy guy, but I can see that he read the message and I'm like, I did my part. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, I got the message to him, I know that he got it. Okay, I'm gonna go play Pokemon now. And so you kind of go about that way, where without having some of that stuff or even an email, and there's some things that you can do, like you can have honey set up with your Gmail and you can know if somebody opens your email and stuff like that. But even then he's like, I don't want to do that or whatever. So that's where I do like texting a little bit for a lot of business stuff when appropriate, but also too, it is kind of nice to talk. And one thing I will say, and you kind of learn this is like, it's nice to shoot the shit with somebody. And at that point too, you make a bond and it's a little bit easier to do business with them. And it's like, hi, I'm gonna have to talk to you more than just once. So let's have something in common, right? So you play Pokemon? Yeah.
0: I like it because you can get them to put things in writing. Yes. Oh, my God. That's one thing I've really learned. I don't know if it's just this industry or not, but, like, I have been told so many things by so many salespeople that, like, when you sign the contract and you're there for the the training, it's like, oh, hey, how do you do this thing that they had mentioned? And it's like, oh, that's, like, that's, like, years away from ever working. You're like, really? Because they said that that was one of the star features of this program right now it's the only reason we switch software (laughs) yeah
3: god no and though that's one thing you learn too is is totally that you just get everything in writing because it kind of like covers your butt at that Uh point right there too and I think with us being in the industry of cannabis uh, the one folly that we deal with with a lot of the uh, other professionals that we uh, interact with is that they're also uh, probably smoking weed in their off time Uh, They might be smoking weed While you're talking to them And at that point too Do they even know What we're talking about How high are they Are they smoking their own stuff Or somebody else's Yeah So it kind of goes about that Where it's kind of nice too Where you do get that in writing Versus somebody who's just a stoner And we all get stoner brain And we forget stuff here and there Or whatever
2: That's the thing too Like if Especially with my job I have to have notes of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So if we have a phone conversation, then I'm having to write everything down you're saying anyway, so just send it to me in an email. Like, save me the time of note-taking. I don't want to misquote you, and I also, it's not as powerful when I'm like, look at this handwritten note, you said this. Yeah, I yeah. know <laughs> you said this, and yeah. it's like, well, no I didn't. And,
3: but what I can say, here, let me forward you an email you sent me last week. Yeah, yeah exactly, totally. uh,
2: done in a ton.
1: Mm-hmm. You've got timestamps too. Yeah, yeah, oh man.
0: Who would have thought? (laughs) Who would have thought that shifty people would be involved in a legalized drug industry?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh man, that's no. the
0: that's the dirty secret of our industry,
2: right? It's, it's it's legal now, but the people that are involved in it, for the most part, have been doing it a lot longer than seven years. <laughs> Much longer than seven yeah. years. It's not
3: Granny Martha Stewart just baking cookies for us to eat.
2: Well, there was a commercial with Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg oh, that I thought I was hilarious. Them. That bit yeah. big commercial is phenomenal. You know, pass me the bowl. Of strawberries. (laughs) Sure, Martha. Yeah, you didn't learn anything about
0: marijuana in prison. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that she, uh, she would like no one mess with her because she would tell people and be like, hey, uh, just so you know like I can completely ruin your life on the outside and anyone you know and like no one fuck with her <laughs> I yeah, believe she, it and you know
3: here's the thing she really probably could because yeah. now uh, we're uh, talking about Martha Stewart it's just Martha Stewart it's a common name at that point
0: it's Michael Jackson level you know it's just Martha Stewart and so she could probably fuck up someone's life like I'm not saying that there's secret societies that run the world but if there are, I'm pretty sure Martha Stewart has some bulk. Well, yeah. it, it's not secret. It's just Martha Stewart's gang. You see them walking around <laughs> with her or whatever. <laughs> they leave little pots of potpourri, uh,
3: potpourri around. <laughs> totally. It's like, wow, there was a quiche on my doorstep. I'm going to get murdered. Yeah. yeah.
2: Potpourri is her new pot brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck! Why doesn't she do that? I, t- it, 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 I mean, let's send it to her.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's a million dollar idea right there. pots and pans only comes with pans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a, <laughs> it's a brand of pans that comes with a bowl attached. <laughs> Put your pot in there. Maybe storage. I don't know. With, with, uh, it could, be, it could be a storage container.
0: A handle.
3: Why do my new
0: pants come with a big lighter?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: why wouldn't they? <laughs> with accessories, Hutch, have you come across anything that's just like, like mm. this is the most absurd thing I've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> um,
1: about six or eight months ago, um, I think it's called the, the Hitoki. I think what oh, is what it is. Yes. It's uh, <laughs> it's a, a vaporizer for your dry herb, but they, it shoots a laser down oh, into yeah. the bowl. <laughs> They're like six hundred bucks.
2: It has glass shielding yeah. to protect your eyes yeah. from yeah. the harmful UV
0: rays <laughs> that's shooting into your weed. I remember you showed me that, and all I could think is that sounds very healthy at least. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's definitely the wildest
0: thing I've come across. Would you guys use a doomsday laser weapon to light your weed? Doomsday lighter weapon? Laser weapon. Laser weapon? Yes. I 100% would. That sounds sick. sick.
3: I would do anything like that. I am definitely a sucker for novelty and weird, cool little stuff. I know, like, I'll talk to Hutch a lot about this, and I almost use this tonight because Hutch will come to me and be like, here's this really cool product or accessory like that. Like, you know, what do you think? And I always give my honest opinion, and what I always think about it is, like, I like my weird gadgets. I like just weird shit. And I'm like, would I actually use this right there? And it always goes. And I'm like, but would I use it a second time? Doomsday yeah. laser, 100%. A second time, eh. Depends how easy it was. Totally. But that's kind of how it goes a little bit right there. But I would say if there's something kind of like wicked, like I would totally use like a laser gun to light my weed for a little bit. Isn't that kind of what a torch is anyways at this point when I take a dab almost? Yeah. But, uh,
2: no, I would say I would do that. I'm just excited that there's both lasers and weed at Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. totally. I, I mean, like, yeah, if, if, if I've got a laser, fuck yeah, let's, let's spark it up. Spark it up. That's what, what, would that,
0: what Yeah, what would be the new uh, nomenclature for that instead of sparking it up? Mm, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. I mean, uh,
2: I don't get know if Get laser, laser, right. <laughs> yeah, laser, laser blazered. Blazer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're beaming right now. Yeah. <laughs> Straight beamed. It's like the Taser face, except now you're laser
3: face. <laughs> laser face. <laughs> Do you guys have any of those phrases though? I mean, we all hear them—just stupid stuff that people say. I know I say a lot of them, When like people are like, you know, I'm getting high and like that like laser blazed is actually something that we'll say sometimes. My buddies and I say, you want to get laser blazed, or you want to get glit glocked is something we'll say a lot lately. I'm trying to get glit glocked, or it used to be back in the day when we were like getting into dabs. Really, uh, let's go visit the interstellar dabulation station is what we would say, the nerds that we are. Do you guys have any good ones you've ever heard, or like that kind of stupid shit? You
2: mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because stoners always say the stupidest shit, and I love it. I always just called it The Devil's Lettuce The Devil's Lettuce no. Let's go do yeah. some Devil's Lettuce I mean I, I think my favorite Just like nickname for it Is Jazz Cabbage Jazz Cabbage, yeah. jazz, cabbage. jazz Cabbage I love Jazz Cabbage um, As far as like The verb Not, not, not really I mean not probably I just don't remember yeah. <laughs> I don't
3: know
0: Trevor I just smoked this stuff I think yeah. the weed yeah. is working yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take that back My wife and I have uh, We call uh, The vape pin The giggle stick The giggle stick <laughs> There it is totally, totally That's a good one
3: do you, now, do you hit the giggle stick or you tickle the giggle stick?
0: Do you say anything like that? You hit the giggle stick. Hit the giggle stick. I there bet you is. the the giggle stick tickles you.
2: Yeah, this turning into a tongue twister. I mean, uh, me and my wife sometimes do the token poke. The token poke. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so, Mitch, how does the poking go?
3: <laughs> it's great. It's like, it's like Pokemon, well, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's not slang for that. <laughs> That's funny.
0: <laughs> That's only on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: God, I love my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Can every day be my birthday? Shit. Can just always be my birthday? Are you are
3: you guys birthday monthers, birthday weekers, just birthday dayers? Birthday week. Birthday week. Uh, birthday day. Birthday if day. any at all. If any, to- totally. Yeah. 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 Day. 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 I'm I'm an adult. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so Being the child that I am. it's my birthday month. No, I I was born on April 1st, though. So it's kind of cool because it's like, it's the whole first of the month, right? Yeah. And so it kind of went. And I was just like, yeah, you know. So it's kind of always like a joke. And my sister, she's born March 22nd. So she's like, end of March. And so my sister's huge on birthday. She'll literally text me the 22nd of every month and be like, it's my nine month birthday or whatever it is. And she's like, okay, happy birthday. And so she'll do that. But anyways, it turned into like March kind of turned into like her birthday month kind of a thing. And so for me, I was like, okay, fuck you. I want April then. And so that was always kind of a thing, just sibling rivalry were growing up and stuff so it was always that but then what happened is you know you get out of high school and you go and I'm dating a girl and she was born April 26th guess what April was her birthday month she's born at the end of the month oh it's all month long it's her birthday fuck it's supposed to be my month so I did kind of lose it a little bit where I gotta say now as of lately it's just kind of like oh yeah here it is my birthday kind of a thing but then for a while it definitely was my birthday month until she stole it from me
2: yeah. <laughs> every single year, I'm hoping everyone forgets it's my birthday. <laughs> I don't. Th- this is not about me. This isn't about you and taking me out to the bar or going to a party. You or can, can be twenty one forever. Can I please just be by myself all day? That would be. <laughs> am- I just want to play Pokemon. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want cake. I don't even like cake. I like pizza. Okay, yeah, we'll 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 do that. That's fine. You gotta Could, have pizza. Yeah. Oh man. Every year. <laughs> Whole one to myself, maybe half of another. We'll see yeah. how it goes. <laughs> so, what do
0: you do for your birthday? What I don't usually really do anything. I, like you said, it's like I just want to play Pokemon. I, my wife will usually let me just be by myself. Kind of treat yourself by being able to be solemn in that sense, right? There? Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, I'll hang out with them or whatever, but it's like. I am as fucked up as I can be on yeah. that day of just like, I mean, we can do whatever, but yeah. I'm going to be insanely high and I'm going to be weird around people. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife's always like,
2: oh man, I wish we had done more for your birthday. And I'm like, thank God you didn't. Uh, like, yeah. I appreciate the thought, but fuck, you did it exactly right.
1: <laughs> I felt like we did too much. we <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: exactly. dial it back <laughs> next year? <laughs>
3: I'm hoping to just kind of, like, not even wake up on my birthday. Just the next day after. Let like sleep all day. That's yeah. nice.
0: That, man, before I had a kid, like, I, yeah. I remember, like, going on, like, work trips and, like, everyone else would have kids. And so, like, everyone would just be in their hotel room. And I'm like, we're in Vegas. What are you guys doing? Let's go out and party. And then it's like, now that I have a kid, I'm like, I would love a vacation where I just sleep.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: sleepcation. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, not to bring it
2: back, but are there any games that we're looking forward to in 2022? Ooh. Yes.
3: I would say so. For me, yeah. Yes. Okay, Go, yes. any other Go, questions? Yeah. yeah, sure thing. Uh, no, one uh, that I'm ready to talk about, though, is uh, they have a new mobile Gundam game coming out. Oh, I love Gundam. Gundam's tight. I like robots and stuff like that. So we have the Gundam game coming out, and what's really cool about it, first off is it was announced during like the Switch announcement, and I thought it was only coming out for the Switch. So I was already like, sweet, I'm covered, coming out on Xbox. Sorry, Switch, but you just can't compare to 60 FPS at 4K. There's just something about it. But it goes, and... Uh, you can play it co-op and i don't know about you guys but i'm a sucker for co-op games like i love my single player games you can catch me in there really having a good time but if there's a game like borderlands that i can experience it with the buddies oh yeah wholeheartedly that's what we're doing right there and we already know it before the game comes out
2: so is it couch co-op or is it like online uh,
3: multiplayer i'm not sure if it's couch co-op i'll be honest right there but I, there is online multiplayer to it is what it okay. is and it's just like a full open battle arena kind of a game and i'm just like looks sick uh, and it's just Gundam so at that point I'm just like yeah I'm down for it. Uh, the one though that does have some good couch co-op I know we chatted about it was the new Mario Strikers coming out which oh, yeah. uh, we, we kind of were talking sports earlier and for myself I really like the footballs. I like American football and I like soccer those are the two sports that I really follow right there and growing up there was uh, Super Mario Strikers and we would play that so much we had so much fun with that which is a really kind of weird niche Mario game almost in there with all of their like tennis games and stuff like that right but it was so fun and anyways they're bringing it back eight player couch co-op the switch take my money i think that's awesome right there but i'm really looking forward to that one too i think that'll be cool what about you mitch any games you're looking forward to
2: i mean breath of the wild 2 i mean come on like (laughs) the (sighs) sequels never live up to the original they're gonna change things we're not going to like it because it doesn't do exactly the same thing. The first one did, but I have high hopes. Uh, Yeah, I will be buying it. It will be pre-ordered. I will play it the first day. I'll probably take the day off of work to be honest. Um, That's, Excellent, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) Hey, uh, boss,
3: I know I'm going to be sick on, it looks like, June
2: (laughs) 17th. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise has a full DLC coming out in the summer of 2022. Uh, It's called Sunbreak. Um, I've already put 300 hours into the base game. I'm going to spend the money. I don't care what the price tag is. I'll probably put another 300 hours into that. Um, And then there's a new one coming out, I believe it's in March. Uh, It's called Triangle Strategy, and it's by the same game development company that produced octopath traveler which uh, amazing art style one of the base uh, best musical scores in any rpg i've played recently um and yeah i'm just really looking forward to uh, the story that they come out with uh, i love that development company um turn-based rpgs are kind of my thing uh, that's the main style of game i play and so yeah i'm looking forward to that.
3: You mean you love Pokemon and you love turn-based games? Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know you're all surprised by this.
2: <laughs> Grew up on Final Fantasy. I mean, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. What about you, Hutch? Dude. <laughs> Hutch you so got a
1: long list. <laughs> I can't name a single
2: game.
3: <laughs> up. Hutch is like, well, Kanye has a new album and I think that might be
1: kind of good. Yeah. Do you know, but for nostalgia, if somehow the Switch could bring on the Sly Cooper series, Ooh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've probably beat those all of those games 5 times. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't play them. They were fucking awesome. <laughs> They're
0: so good. That's, did you ever play Sly Cooper? I never played the Sly Cooper games, yeah. no. Do, Do yourself that,
3: a favor, go buy a PS2 on your way home. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was about to say wasn't that a PlayStation game? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yep. yeah. No, those were really good games cuz they were kind of like like sneaky platformers. It was kind of fun like that. Yeah. Um, Lost my train of thought.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> sneaky <laughs> platformer just <laughs> stole it. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it Took it right, right out of your brain. Oh,
1: man. Keegan, do you have games that you're looking forward to? Um,
0: I play, like, the most basic games in the world of, like, Call of Duty and, like, Madden. So it's, like, the same thing every year. But one that I'm really excited about is, uh, can't even think of what it is, but it's an uh, Xbox, like, survival zombie game and uh is it like dying light or not dying Light? god i can't even uh it's like dead nation or something like that and like the first one came out for the 360 and it's like you get dropped into like this map and it's full of houses and everything and you go and you loot the houses but once the house is looted the house is looted. Is it Stalker? The Stalker, like Rise of
3: Chernobyl or whatever, like that. Those games. Okay, no, so that second one's coming out, and that's like that's what, kind of how that is. It's like a live multiplayer server oh, kind of a cool. thing, but it's like. Survival post-apocalyptic kind of like Metro Exodus and kind of mm-hmm. like that like that the Metro universe is kind of similar to that at all but that's kind of that's what I thought you were going with with that where I was like oh yeah 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 I remember seeing about that my buddy was talking it up and I'm like sorry I missed that in my childhood it's
2: not 7 Days to Die oh, man. it's like
0: all of those same style of games okay. but there's uh, it's made by Undead Labs that's all I can remember okay. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who I decide to go to, yeah. like to, get money to nor I'm it, pre-ordering yeah it's like a Xbox exclusive but um it's it's really fun, and, like, the first one was, like, proof proof of concept, and then they released a second one that was, like, further proof of concept, and, like, their whole idea was, like, to eventually get, like, a whole big MMO going, but they sort of, like, abandoned that, and now it's, like, the third one looks like it's going to be kind of, like, not the MMO that they promised, but it's, like, going to actually... More to it. Though, yeah, yeah, more to it, Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to that. And like, I think they're adding in more like co op and stuff because that's always kind of the problem was like, you, you, it's resource management. Yep. And it's like, oh, I have to go build all this stuff while still uh, ransacking other things. And like, you can tell people to go and uh, like loot places. But if you tell them to go and loot places, they might die and your characters you like you know it's like an rpg where you like stat them up but like they when they die they die permadeath Permadeath Uh yeah so it's
3: like uh, hey keegan will you keep attending to the fields i need you to make sure these plants grow well because i'm gonna go raid this house and hopefully i can get a couple cans of beans and Uh we'll be okay for the night totally no, okay, I'm down for that. And that reminds me too, there was like that game that came out there for a while. It was really popular. It was a mod for Arma and it was called Daisy. And yeah. they ended up oh, uh, yeah. releasing it as a standalone game. And I don't know about you guys, but I love getting killed by random Russian kids in the middle of the <laughs> woods after running around for like five hours and you're like, Wow, I finally have a gun and a ghillie suit and you're all set up, and then somebody just like murders you. Or there's one time specifically, and this was even stupider, is my buddy and I were going and we're playing that and you're in like four or five hours in on a run. And it's a very unique style of game like that, because it is kind of like it's like a one shot kind of a thing because it's like when you die you're dead and that's everything that you had gone see ya and we were going we're hiding in this barn and all of a sudden there's like commotion going on outside there's a couple of guys fighting and we're like oh fuck what do we do and so we were like We've done this way too long. Let's just hide. And so we go, and we go, and eventually we fall. I fall off the barn. And when I fall out of the barn, I break my legs in this game. Are you kidding me? Lovely. And it's like, okay, first I fall out of the ceiling at work, and I hurt myself. And now I'm falling through the ceiling again. No, but I go and I break my legs, and we have to crawl for miles to the hospital where my buddy has like blood transfusion packs, whatever bullshit, to fix my character's legs. And so we literally like crawling through a field. And I just remember doing that for literally like an hour. And it's amazing the dedication you have in some of those games because you get so tied to your character and stuff like that, where you're literally like I'm not going down without a fight and you're yeah. like I'm gonna keep going meanwhile all you're doing is sitting at home eating Doritos and you're holding W to go forward and you're like well here we go kind of a thing I kind of miss some of those games and that's kind of what I was talking about earlier I was like this is like the weird PC games that used to come out But yeah. they just be like weird little like nuance like somebody had an idea and they were like I like my idea I want to make a game based around it and you just get some kind of like Niche mechanic, and you're just like, okay, yeah, PUBG. It. PUBG, literally. Yeah. PUBG is that. And now totally. look at all these battle royales that are out there. Literally, mm-hmm. totally. And that, that kind of set it all off. And then Fortnite took it off. So when Fortnite actually first came out, I was a proponent for Fortnite because it was a zombie survival builder. Yeah. So I could build a cool base, and a bunch of zombies come and I do it with my buddies, and I have some cool characters and the color schemes, the character animations, and the colors, and everything's honestly great with that game. I'm not gonna bash Epic at all. They did a good job, but and then they did the whole battle royale thing, and I was like, Yeah, it's just not my taste. Uh but I really like the whole zombie survival thing and now you go and I'm like yeah I spent a hundred dollars to buy the founders edition deluxe plus 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 give me the gold blah blah whatever bullshit and now it goes and I can't even play it because it's just not a feature of the game anymore really mm-hmm. and it's just like there's just no point point. Um, and it's amazing like that and honestly that's something too I want to chat about was like pre-ordering games and like I'm a huge proponent for pre-ordering games normally it's like I'm a sucker for exclusivity, and they're like, "Oh, you want to? You have some fear of missing out, and a little FOMO action. You want this? You get a red bandana for your Call of Duty soldier. Yeah, where? Credit card? Where? Where do I put this in right now? You know, and you do that. But here's what's up: spend 120 bucks, or 100 bucks, whatever, on the new Battlefield. Fuck yeah, I want all the cool shit. I love Battlefield. I'm gonna play it no matter what. Even if it's bad, I'm gonna play it. Right. Fuck, I can't play it, it sucks. <laughs> and so it goes, and I'm just like literally that they, they took my money, see ya, gone yeah. or whatever like that. And it's just like, you know what, you write it off as a loss and you move on. Bitterness defiles a man. I could sit there and be angry about it no point. But it's one of those things where I'm like, ooh, I've actually been a little bit more timid about pre-ordering, finally. I'm one of the last people to finally give up on it, because otherwise everybody else has pretty much been preaching that, which is like, don't fucking pre-order till you know it works. And I'm just like, but a red bandana. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Legends Arceus, your pre-order bonus was thirty heavy balls. Oh and, and if you're nothing oh. I was somebody that avoided all content about the game. I wanted to play it completely like a virgin, no no idea, just full in-depth experience. Heavy balls in the the world of Pokemon, that's a special thing. Like, that's not something that... Um, you craft with one. Yeah, you get like one in an entire playthrough of a game, generally speaking. So I'm like, fuck, they're going to give you... Thirty, then, yeah, you play, and you're like, oh, fuck, these aren't worth shit. This <laughs> is <laughs>
3: literally like two minutes of in-game time, and I got 60 of them. <laughs> yeah.
2: I literally haven't bothered to put the code in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you know where they did get me? There was a Growlithe outfit from... Am- uh, or is Garchomp or Growlithe? You got both of them, and Amazon gave you the one that you didn't get from just having the game. Okay, Amazon, take my money. <laughs> yeah, totally. They got me with that one, though. But also, I will say, like, with that one, I, I did not do what you did, and I definitely let my little dirty brain get out there and just plug all the holes and be like hi I want to know all the info about this game and that's one of those things like I said information's power I love info and so I'll go and I ruin some stuff for myself here and there because it is totally where I was like yeah I'll go look up and see what this game's about let me see some gameplay they went they leaked all the new Pokemon it's like yeah I definitely scrolled through all of that and looked at every single one because I'm just a terrible terrible person oh
2: it was so much fun to see that for the first time like oh yeah, I was like
3: finally yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly Oh, exactly at there is a game I'm looking forward to that I am not going to get to play because I don't own anything besides the Switch. Mm. But it comes out next Friday. It's from the Dark Souls world, Elden Ring. Oh, interesting! Uh, I will tell you when I pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what'd you get for that? A hundred gold coins. Thirty heavy balls. <laughs> But no, it, uh, I mean, Dark Souls, I don't know if any of you have played that. It's one of the most frustrating, horrible, piece of shit, throw your controller through the TV <laughs> titles that's out there. It, one of the hardest games ever made. Uh, and they're doing it all over again. Uh, and this one looks amazing. And I have looked at all of the content, all the spoilers. And I can't wait to watch some streamers on Twitch play it.
0: It's going <laughs> to be phenomenal. It's gonna be phenomenal. That, how, how often do you guys watch people... Like, play video games on Twitch and stuff. Cause I remember like watching my friend. My friend growing up was that kid that was, you know, like, uh, only child. So he had the Sega. He had the Nintendo. He had a gaming computer. He had uh, the 3D little Nintendo guy that destroyed your eyes. He had everything. And so, like, I remember just watching him play. And then now it's like, that's like what people do now, but For it's like, living, and they yeah. Get paid- good money to
3: do it. Oh my gosh, they get so much money for doing this sometimes. Um, Twitch, eh, maybe a couple times a week. YouTube, every day. Yeah. I'll definitely watch people like content creators, and they post out some stuff on videos or whatever like that, playing through Pokemon, and it's just like, okay, oh, where is this Pokemon I can't find, or whatever like that, or oh, this is hidden right here. Oh, I'm definitely watching content for that. They'll grab me for that, and everything's so clickbaity too now. You know what I mean? Where they're just literally like, five Pokemon you never thought you could find right out of the gate, and I'm like, yes, I need to know. Please click. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I definitely am a sucker for all that stuff. But uh, I would say like I do watch personally a lot of people kind of play video games, where it's like I support them in that sense and whatever. And I had a buddy who he was. Played League of Legends religiously and was very good, very highly ranked, big streamer kind of a thing. And so I would watch him and support him too. And I think that kind of got me into the... um into the culture and community of it all, and you kind of appreciate it a little bit more. I don't really like where Twitch is really gone, where now some of the people making the most money are just hanging out in a hot tub in their bikini, yeah. and I think that's pretty lewd and just kind of stupid and beside the point. Go on CamSoda or Chatterbait at that point, yeah. what the fuck are you doing on my Twitch, kind of is how I feel, and that. And I don't mean I don't own Twitch, but I think you guys get what I mean, where it's just like, ah, this was for people playing Pokemon with their buddies online. Yeah, it's totally, it's different. Um, it's like going to a pizza place and ordering a burger. Yeah, it's totally. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Uh, pizza pipeline. Can you please stop trying to advertise your wings? Because I don't care about your wings. I order your pizza. Totally. Yeah. Amen.
0: Yeah. Fucking tricky six. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he
3: sticks will fuck you up so good though. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm kind
0: of in the same boat as
2: Trevor. Uh, Twitch is not something that I frequent. Uh, YouTube every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know if I just don't know who to follow on Twitch, but I don't like watching somebody sit there not talk to me playing the game i like finished content which is generally what you get on youtube Um, and on top of that i want to watch the content and get back to playing myself so sitting there watching somebody play for three hours making mistakes it's not edited it's not really necessarily my interest Um, the thing i watch on twitch the most is actually professional magic the gathering tournaments but um, outside of that it's pretty much strictly youtube
3: Uh, One thing I'll watch a lot actually on Twitch, and it's kind of like a weird uh, category of gaming, is my VR gaming. And uh, what's kind of interesting with that is a lot of the guys, one thing is they'll have everything's text to speak. uh, So when you type something in as a comment, it actually reads it out. So everybody on stream kind of hears it too. But it's so that the streamer who has a fucking computer strapped to his forehead can like hear what you say. And uh, I mean, some of them will have it too, where there's like the, there's in-game ways to see the chat too, but a lot of them do that. So it's kind of interesting like that. And they'll just talk with you. So I do kind of like that because the one little interesting thing is on a, on a normal good League of Legends streamer, you have 30,000 people watching them at any given time, you know what I mean? But for a VR streamer, the most popular guy's got 600 people, and of that, nobody's talking. So it's kind of nice, because you can also ask them questions, and a lot of them just play the games a lot. So I do like that, where I'll do that a lot. That was kind of with this game that came out, Zenith, which is kind of the big MMO that just came out here recently on VR, that honestly did great. Day one that it got released, it was number one seller on Steam, and I was like, fuck, there you go, that's kind of impressive. It's kind of fallen off, but it's still a good game, and they've done some great updates for it, and there's my pitch, Zenith. Uh, but uh, with that, it was nice kind of watching some of those content creators and being like, hi, why do you play this class? What the fuck are you doing? What is this, or whatever? And it was nice, because they are able just to just kind of answer it right there in the moment, where I find that I go to YouTube, and I can't find that content. And so it's interesting, because I would say for stuff where it's like, like Pokemon, I'm gonna go to YouTube, because I don't want to watch somebody sit there and play Pokemon on Twitch, that just doesn't sound as fun as watching the finished content. But for other stuff here, it's like, I can't find that finished content. I almost have to go do it myself and find a guy who will go and, you know, tell me the stuff when I type it out and ask him a question.
2: So are you team Blaine's or are you team Austin John Plays?
3: (laughs) I value my time So I have a hard, hard time Saying Austin John plays <laughs> yeah. I mean a 20 minute video But there's this beautiful thing Called fast forward It, yeah. <laughs> it helps a lot No it, it is kind of interesting With that But I would say I think Austin John Gets a little bit more Of my uh, content right there Do you know I really like though Too and I wish he did Any kind of uh, Arceus stuff more Is uh, Wolfie I like Wolfie a lot And I mean he's a champion He's a great Pokemon player Or whatever And he makes some good Interesting content yeah, but, He's in the competitive though but So he's competitive. Legends Arceus it, Isn't it's, his it's, thing It's not his thing And he literally has a video too Where he's like The whole thing about the new speed it Ruined Pokemon and and I was like, yeah, but I kind of like it personally because in the Pokemon game, if you have a faster Pokemon, you can attack like twice sometimes because the other guy's so slow, which makes sense. It's like if you're a giant T-Rex that takes forever to take one big attack in, but you're fighting some little bug thing, yeah, that bug thing should be able to stab you
2: about twice, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny that he says that that ruined it. I thought it added a new depth it it it,
3: it changed it it changed the Mm -hmm. formula is really kind of what it sits out right there
2: and i'm all for and that game isn't perfect by any means i know we're saying a lot of positive things about it and i think it's amazing but i never felt so lonely in an open world world. (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh shit Uh, but they were trying some things they're experimenting and they didn't get it perfect but i think what they did was interesting and it's new and fresh and yeah the some people aren't going to be happy unless it's a main title series. But as somebody who's played every main title series, that's just getting stale. They needed something new. And, uh, you know, Generation Nine is still coming out this year. So those people will be able to play the new standard Pokemon style to be able to breed abilities and held items are coming back. But I don't know. I, oh, they did some good stuff. I
3: don't know. And sometimes you got to try something new. It's like when you go to the pot shop and the guy tells you, hey, man, you really should try this Cryptochronic. And you're like, this is the best stuff out there. And you're like, what the fuck did you just say to me again? And then you go and you smoke it and it's either it's like, oh, it's terrible, but whatever, I tried something new. Or it's great, hell yeah, let's get more of this stuff going right there. Totally, you kind of see that. And I feel like that's kind of what Pokemon did. It was exactly that. You know, hey, let's try something new. And I got to say, I think they hit it out of the park, definitely.
0: Hutch, what do you think? Because you are a huge video game player. And I I would say that Pokemon is one of those titles that ranges from super casual to absolutely hardcore like Mitch here. What you said that you've enjoyed it. H- what is it about uh, the new Pokemon that you've really enjoyed as a non like straight up gamer?
1: Yeah. Um, so kind of how like you guys were like, talking about like how they, they pulled breeding. And some other shit you were talking about, I have no clue. i was just like, too. I don't give two
3: shits about that. It no, makes it easier because like, I don't have to worry about exactly. That. And yeah. so, from
1: coming like literally the last time I was playing was on the original Game Boy, not even the color. Yeah. And so, it's to me, it feel I feel like it's it's added just enough enough that I can kind of wrap my head around it. <laughs> um, and then also, I just kind of like the the offshoot of it, the fact that it is way back when, before any other Pokemon game. I think that, for how long um the Pokemon dynasty has been around, I think that this is probably a long time coming. like prequels are the biggest thing anymore. Yeah. It's yeah, totally. yellow Yellowstone, you know they they had three successful seasons, and they're like, all right, so we're gonna make eighteen eighty three and literally. Five months after they just announced the second prequel, I think it's like nineteen thirty three or some shit like that. Um, so I think just going back and like kind of laying a little bit more of the groundwork of like how this would look in real life, um, I really enjoy. like I appreciate that people are terrified of Pokemon
4: yeah
1: uh, because there's you know. An 80-foot rock snake that just yeah. fucking shows up. <laughs> so, so, with that, I'm a big fan. Personally, I like the original 151 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. don't give two shits about any Pokemon outside of the originals. Um, so, I wish that in this one, they would have focused more on the original Pokemon, uh, that's my biggest critique of it. I was really thinking that it was really gonna hone on those originals, like with from the the cards that I still have. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping literally. to see more of those Pokemon. So you're super sad the Charizard's not a part of this. There's Char- no Charizard? There's
0: no Charizard.
1: Are you <laughs> How stupid
3: is that? And at this moment, Hutch returned the game. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? What I'll say with that too is that I, I do share that testament a lot. So for myself, the, the it was one, two, and three were the major generations. Played them a million times over. Can name them all, right? And you go through that, but then it goes and then and they really kind of start adding a lot of these. And it was like uh, even here recently with like Brilliant Diamond and Pearl. I actually never played Diamond or Pearl um, or Platinum. It was just not one that was like in my repertoire of games back when. And so I kind of missed that. And so you go through, which was kind of cool going back. And I was like, ooh, I finally get my own Garchomp. And for anybody that's never had a Garchomp, it means something, right? But no, you go through and it's kind of like it's this whole. Fun thing where you're like, cool. These are the new Pokemon, but I don't like any of them. These are all stupid. But then I started to kind of like some of them. Is really kind of what. So I'm kind of curious. Is there any Pokemon that are like the new ones? Is there any at all where you're like, eh, actually, this kind of lightning cat Shinx thing that I keep running into is kind of cool. Is there any that kind of do it for you at all? Not, not really? No. Totally. totally. <laughs> Amen. There's Pokémon that are literally a trash bag now called rubbish and they're like, "Yeah, this is a good Pokémon design." And I'm like, "No, somebody was smoking too much of that weed that we were yeah. talking about." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might fuck around with the rubbish. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally.
2: Give me that vanilla, just the ice cream cone <laughs> <laughs> yes. no. Oh, that's the worst Pokémon <laughs> design. Uh, uh, I'm not Sword and afraid. Shield flopped on the Pokémon yeah. design, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, great mechanics, great quality-of-life improvements, garbage design. It, well, and
3: the one uh, too, is the starters, and let me just mention, it, I'll go on the but <laughs> you and the starters for the newest Sword and Shield, what I didn't like was, like, Cinderace, he's like this rabbit, and he evolves, so he's like a little score bunny at first, he's this cute little bunny, you're like, okay, and he's fire type, he's like, I can get behind this, he's a cool designer or whatever, then he evolves, and then now he is missing middle evolution name for every Pokemon ever, right, but it's, uh... Not score, but I don't know what it is. Anyways, yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh but he goes, and now he has like clothes on, he's a little bit edgier looking, and it's like that's kind of typical for the emo phase. Yeah, totally. And then it goes and then he turns into Cinderace, and like Cinderace is kind of a cool Pokemon, but my issue with it is like he kicks around this fire soccer ball all the time. So they gave him kind of like an attachment, an item, a soccer ball. Uh you have the grass starter who is Grookey, and he's a little green grass monkey. Okay, he's super cute. Then it goes and his final evolution is Rillaboom, and he has like a drum with him. And you're like, Why are we giving these Pokemon items? Because I always thought of Pokemon as like wild, crazy animals in nature, you know what I mean? You run into this crazy bug thing or this rock snake, and it's like, it is what it is. Now, all of a sudden, the rock snake's got a grenade launcher, and you're like, why does he have that? That doesn't seem right. You're like, this is off.
0: (laughs) I always thought it was weird that they had that, uh, what is it, the mime? Mr. Mime. Mime. Like, that one, to me, was always the creepiest, because it's like, it looks like a weird person. Totally. it's, and, and, and the, uh, some of the lore says that there are Pokemon human relations. Ash's dad? <laughs> is Ash's dad a Pokemon?
3: No, but that's always where it goes, that's kind of the joke of it, where she's like, is Mr. Mime actually Ash's dad? Because his mom has the Mr. Mime, and it's just, like, there at the household taking care of them all, and it just never really addresses dad anytime. and so you're just kind of like, oh, I wonder if Mr. Mime was really it all along, uh one kind of lately because all this Pokemon stuff and we all love algorithms and how now the internet thinks they know what we want to watch and a lot of the time, damn it, you're right. Uh, but it goes, i been looking for a lot of Pokemon stuff. So I've been seeing a lot of stuff where it's like, we are Pokemon lore stuff. And one of it too kind of goes back is uh, the original design for Jinx. If you guys kind of remember that at all, was really kind of not okay. It was definitely a little racist because they just kind of have the, uh, the, these very, uh, you know, uh, characteristics that they basically said, like, this is what, like, a black person has or whatever like that. And they called it out, and they make this character, and they have a full, they're, like, blackface is what they oh, are. Oh, wow. And they have it in the animation. And so they go, because it was, like, the old, you know, when the uh, show first came out in... Uh, 1999 or whenever when it first aired and they go through and then they kind of went back and they actually had to re-edit and they changed all of it and now she has like a purple complexion and Jinx has changed or whatever like that but it's interesting because I remember being a kid and like watching that and literally just being like creeped out as well because you're like literally it's just like this like shadow of a being wearing a wig with eyes coming out and you it. like oh this is kind of weird or whatever so it's just interesting too how they kind of have that and it was just like ooh maybe that was terrible design and they probably
0: shouldn't have done that
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah no bad. totally that's bad, that's that's bad.
0: bad. It's, it's, bad. It's, it's, it's not a problem probably they shouldn't have done that no. as soon as you said the purple face i was like i, know who, you're talking I know, about. know who you're talking about
3: totally and so it's just like yeah there's some terrible design there and then now they're just lazy with design yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know if it's lazy or if they've
2: exhausted all possible avenues for creating monsters. well they haven't
3: gave the rock snake a grenade launcher so not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's next yeah,
4: that's
2: that's nice. it's mega evolution oh my
3: god totally
0: oh uh, man that's funny <laughs> well, I'm glad I got to bring up Jinx <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is there any any other video games that you guys are looking forward to, or anything else?
3: Uh, yes, there was. This is uh, earlier. I mentioned that I lost my train of thought because stoner brain hits at the worst moments. But uh, one thing that I'm really excited about in the video game world. Uh, that I know is a little almost controversial, but as Team Xbox, I'm fine with it, is Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Uh, this is a pretty big acquisition, the biggest video game uh, acquisition since Microsoft bought Mojang, the creators of Minecraft back in the day, which, idiots, they bought it for like a billion dollars. I paid like 30 bucks for Minecraft, so I will take that. <laughs> but uh, no, it goes, they bought Activision Blizzard for an insane amount of money. And one thing that I think is really cool, aside from Phil Spencer literally being a gamer himself and actually caring about this stuff, being the head of uh, Xbox gaming, is they they. they were talking about bringing back some old IPs. And literally, we were just talking about this the other day, Hutch, before all this happened, and it's so exciting, is one of the IPs they were talking about bringing back is Guitar Hero. And I don't know about you guys, but I would pay a lot of money for a new Guitar Hero. Yeah. I want something updated, you know, and it's not even like it needs to have crazy graphics, but just having something that's nice. Because I have, like, the last one, which was Guitar Hero Live TV or whatever it was, and it's fine or whatever, but it's like, shoot, I want something that has a up-to-date store where I can go get these songs or like that. And fuck it, if Kid Cudi puts out a new song this week or whatever, it's like, maybe I want to be able to play that on Guitar Hero, you know, and so I kind of want that. I think that would be cool, and I think that would also be a big home run for a lot of gamers.
2: As long as the controller doesn't break three hours into it, I'm on board. Yeah, did did you either. have an issue with that? Oh, yeah. yeah, 100%. I had three fucking guitars. Really? Maybe I'm just shredding too hard, but oh, you're yeah. <laughs> it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, you mean you're not supposed to use it as an axe as well as an axe? <laughs> like, oh, okay, fair enough. Was that
0: the one on the Xbox One? That was on the 360, actually. When you
2: were breaking all those? Was yeah. it
3: uh, Legends of Rock, by chance? Guitar Hero oh, God, Man, that, that was, was so, so long ago. Such a good game. That was such a good one. Uh, I don't know. It was
2: uh, Through the Fire and Flames.
3: Yeah, we yeah. yeah. three. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. That, that was probably honestly, that was the one that uh, really uh, hit the market strong. Like everybody had that. That was the one where it's like, I remember I, I lived next to a girl growing up and she was like the, the super popular girl at school, you know, very, very just kind of like preppy or like that. Uh, really nice and everything. But it was the one thing too, where it's like she's not a gamer by any means, but guess what? She owns Guitar Hero. And it literally shows where it's like, when, when the queen of the school owns Guitar Hero, it's like everybody has Guitar Hero at that point. It just was a total home run. And that was even a little bit when the Wii came out. Everybody just had a Wii because everybody played Wii sports, etc. You know what I mean? That's what it was and people would want it just to play Wii Tennis or just to play Wii Bowling. It wasn't even like they were like, ooh, I really wanna play the new Rabbids game because I love Rabbids as a Nintendo franchise. I know, but uh, it goes and there's like, no, I just wanna play Wii Sports or something like that. And I thought that was kind of a cool thing too. And they actually just announced here at the uh, Switch uh, Show, whatever they call it. Uh, there's going to be the Switch Sports Wii Sports remake or whatever. But I think that's kind of cool. So on the Switch, we're going to get bowling and badminton. Um, I really love this soccer thing that they're doing because they show in the trailer a lady straps the Wii or the, the Joy-Con to her leg to kick, <laughs> and I got just just totally laugh out of it because it's so it's so asinine and silly. Uh, but I think it's kind of cool that they're kind of doing that again because I feel like the interactivity. I just remember it was even like once again my mom, who's just like, technology has never been her friend and never will be, uh, she would even be like, oh, I want to play, this is kind of cool, you know what I mean? It's very interactive like that. So I kind of dig that, but maybe I just like interactive gaming, key VR talk again, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I just want Guitar Hero. <laughs> uh, yeah, the last one that I played was on the Xbox One, and it was, I think it was like $5 at Target. And it was, it was like with the controller. And so like I bought two games because my wife and I need a controller each. That's 10 bucks. uh, No, because it wouldn't pair to the fucking Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) And like that was why it was $5 was it just wouldn't pair to the Xbox. And it's like, wait, this is a known problem and we're still selling this?
2: Who's gonna play Guitar Hero with a fucking controller? Uh huh. That's that's savage. People going for world records. I mean, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs>
2: Speed running
1: aside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! I wonder what caused Guitar Hero to fall off. Because you know, Rock Band came out. It was. I it think was right around. Game. It was right around. I think Guitar Hero three. I think was out before Rock Band's release. Mm-hmm. And they
2: were they both kind of held held strong for a minute, and then it just disappeared. It's the hardware, man. I mean, I I broke my drum set and like, you know,
1: those drum sets suck.
2: Yeah, they're awful. And, you know, no one wants to play the drum set moving your sticks like two or three inches. Like you want to be able to smash the shit out of that because anybody playing drums on that doesn't actually play the drums, but they want to feel. Yeah, exactly. They want to feel that rage that you see in every drummer on stage. And, you know, I I really think it was a hardware problem, not a a game problem. Um, But... Wonder, Bring it back. I wonder,
3: yeah. too, uh, licensing. I wonder uh, mm. if that's kind of spendy a little bit. Probably. To and I wonder, too, like, when, when it comes to it, like, uh, you know, we want to have a live service game. Because everything now is live service games where there's constantly updates coming out. And it's not, like, anymore where it's like, hi, I created a game. It tells a story. It's done. Hello, here you go. Everything now is, like hi, here's Bearborn's Battlefield, and we're going to do updates for you. Fuck you, EA. But no, it goes, and uh, we, we we get this with uh, Guitar Hero, I wonder if they had to keep paying like uh, you know, to have the music going, because they started doing live service where there was a store and you could buy more songs, blah, 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 if that got expensive. So I wonder if that was something, too, where they're like, eh, I don't really know. Plus, Activision just like has follies all the time, so they probably were just like, yeah, it's not doing well, let's drop it, when they should have just kind of tried to reinvigorate it maybe a little bit. Yeah, but right. I, I wonder, and I'm sure there totally is probably an answer, and a
0: quick Google search would tell us, but I like to speculate that it's <laughs>
4: Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: 2022. We like to speculate even when you can't yeah. <laughs> find the answer. Yeah, I know that uh was it some members of like Aerosmith made more money off of the Aerosmith guitar hero game than they did. Ever through anything Aerosmith, I wouldn't pass it totally. Yeah,
3: no, it makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of money in it too, and that's the one thing I think it's kind of cool that uh, video gaming is less of a, I'm gonna say like almost like a cardinal sin. I remember like growing up and being like, especially being like younger and you start dating and you're like, I can't bring up that I game because it's gonna be unattractive. I have to subtly kind of uh, uh, drop my closet nerdness. You know what I mean? Now it starts out and like a girl will be like, Hi, my name's. X, uh, how are you? And I'm just like, hi. I play video games all the time. My name's Trevor, and it's just like, so you introduce yourself that way, almost in a way, and it's less of a bad thing. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh yeah, I totally shred kids in Fortnite. And then I say, y- you're a loser. I'm seeing ya. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm so sorry. No, but uh, it goes, and you just find these. Uh, you know, it's a lot more common now where it wasn't like that anymore. And I think part of it too is like. Everybody games on their phone now to some extent, you know what I mean? There's some, even if it's just a Wordle or whatever that kind of new one is that everybody's obsessed with, which is kind of stupid, but it's like, you know, you have this little stuff that we just want to play and we do. Fuck, even when it was just uh, words with friends and stuff, you know, people kind of got into gaming. Now it's a lot easier to kind of get yourself an Xbox or whatever. Even then you go get like the Series S, it's like 300 bucks, but it's a hell of a machine that does fine. So a lot of people can, they they get more introduced to it. Or even Nintendo is just always a home run. Go buy a Nintendo system and you'll be a happy guy. Uh, And so... I think it's more common, I like that, where before it was like, oh, you can't do this. You, you shouldn't be a gamer. It was like a bad thing.
2: I mean, even like my parents in particular, there was like time limits, like yes. you're wasting your life if you're playing video games. What is this ever going to do for you? And it's like, okay, uh, now that I'm an adult and have adult stresses, this is how I don't fucking jump off a bridge. Like I decompress with this. Like there is value in this for sure. I can escape for a little bit. Uh, ah, man, I... Yeah, I think the culture has just changed. I think there is a much more broad gaming culture out there. Uh, It's a positive thing, and uh, if it's Zuckfuck has his way We'll all be in the metaverse soon So yeah,
3: Totally well cool. cool. I remember
2: too being a kid And I would like My parents would say the same thing He's like You can't just be playing
3: video games or You gotta do something with your life And I was like I can make money off playing video games And I'm gonna blah 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 And little did I know I actually should just be hanging out In a hot tub in a bikini And that's how you really make the money When you to be playing Dude video you games.
2: would make a ton of money In a hot tub in a bikini I mean you could go <laughs> to the gym Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We can see the results <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Something something results Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's weird how uh, it became, like, a an acceptable thing now, because, like... I it was, remem- like, a shift. Yeah, yeah it's, like, because I remember as a kid, it was, like, me and my friend played video games. We played Doom and Quake, and it's, like, everyone looked at us like... We are not were- even
3: dorky games. Those are, like, more hard-ass games of everything, I would say. Yeah, and
0: it's, like, everyone looked at you like you were a serial killer, and it's just, like, I play video games. I remember graduating and having multiple people from my family coming up to me and being like I am just shocked you did not shoot up your school after (laughs) all of those years of playing Doom and it's just like what do you think is going on here? And it's like my dad was like a pastor and so it was like Doom was a really bad Actually, thing. Actually, if your
3: dad's a pastor and you're playing Doom, you but at that
0: point too, you're like,
3: hi, I'm killing demons. I'm right. doing yeah. stuff. <laughs> That's like
0: I recently fired up the new uh, Doom and yeah. I'm like, wait, I'm a weapon from heaven sent to kill demons? Why was this not the storyline yeah. where no. I could be like, no, dad. I am... Jesus has chosen one. I am good. I am good. We have to kill the demons. I am the sword of truth. (laughs) But it's just like, now it's just like, oh yeah, just everyone plays it. And it's like, uh, uh, my brother used to just beat the shit out of me over video games. And, you know, like every bad thing that you could call someone, he called me. And now his, uh, son into Pokemon and yep. wants to play video games and stuff and like everything that I was into as a kid and I'm just like oh. wow. <laughs> oh, I'm about to get your kid into
2: everything <laughs> yeah. nerdy I'm gonna be oh. the cool uncle and you're gonna have to
0: eat it yeah <laughs> oh just remember this when he says how much he loves hanging out with Uncle Keegan and playing Pokemon yeah, just remember I won the long game yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: That new Doom Eternal is excellent. It's so good. I'm not even i I'm not a first-person shooter person, but it is excellent. It makes you feel like a badass. It's oh, uh-huh. cool. God. The, the, when you land a combo kill, when you actually manage to pull that off, or you grapple across the map, land your ice grenade, kill an entire swath of demons in one pull, you uh, you just feel excellent. Like the, there's, Gamer moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck, why am I not streaming? That was awesome. Yeah, I yeah. want to watch me do that again. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It, it's new.
0: It's something different. I haven't experienced yeah. in a first-person shooter. Love it. Yeah, the new Doom is so much fun. I I I do all of the like subscription uh things, and it's just like, it's such a good deal now. You pay a hundred bucks, and you get access to like a cajillion games mm-hmm. that are on the Xbox or on the PC, and it's just like, oh
3: my god, there's too many of them. And even then, it's like there's all those ones, and I'll buy games on top of it that come out new release, and it gets to the point where you're like. I'm sorry, I gotta quit my job. There's just too many games out there. I gotta take a hiatus. Trevor will be back in a couple months or whatever. (laughs) Totally. But it goes to that, which is kind of cool because on the reverse side, you kind of go through dry spells, but there's so many more games that get pumped out that I almost feel bad because I know that there's some games that are like a good game, but in comparison to what some other people put out, Oh my God, it's just like it, it, they just stand neck and shoulders above it all. Uh, so it's, it's kind of cool too. And it's cool to see it more of a competitive market right there. But I feel bad because I know that some people just have like a great idea and they want to run with it. But then you love to see the small guys kind of get bigger and they kind of Among Us. Among Us. Oh my God, totally. And even though there's like some other games that were like stylized as Among Us before it, just the way they were able to take it to market and run with it. And now it's literally like you go to Walmart and you see an Among Us backpack and yeah. shit. And it's just like, it's everywhere. It totally is that. It's the SpongeBob of it all. And you're just like, okay, that's kind of sick though. I think it's kind of cool. And plus, I always love to see video game
2: culture just like mixed in with normal life kind of a thing. That's just the nerdy side of me. I mean, Target has a whole section of video game shit that isn't video games. It's like plushies and yeah. backpacks and... Socks a, and hats. And, and, pencil yeah, pencil holder. Like, who the fuck is buying a Zelda pencil holder? I mean, I have
0: one, but... Yeah, Because uh, well, I want to compare notes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> do they have Ganon or do they have someone else? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh. That's funny. Well, guys, I've enjoyed this conversation. I think we should do this again real soon. I would love to. Absolutely. I know. Thanks for having us. This was honestly a great time. Yeah. I love chatting with
3: you guys. It's just full of laughs and good time.
0: I would like to thank everyone so much for l- listening to this uh, rambling nonsense of video games and pop culture and a little bit of weed. And I, I hope that you guys will continue listening to our ramblings. Appreciate you. Anna Kendricks. I just
3: spoke in Washington. My name's Trevor
0: (laughs) Let's let's start fighting over Anna Kendricks. If this is something that we can do. Is this on the table? No, no, no. no.
3: Just thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to us.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. Hutch, why don't you take us out? (laughs) Go get high, guys. Yeah! (laughs) All right.